0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 933 WMMR Audio on Demand presents the Preston and Steve show podcast. Please welcome Mr. Patrice O'Neill. Oh, Good morning,
0: everybody. How are you? Good day, sir. Morning. It is morning, isn't it? Morning. Yeah, we were talking.
2: Morning. To- <laughs> I'm I out see. here in the hallway. I'm just uh, in my old age getting used to um, general white friendliness in the morning. man. Right. <laughs> right. Everyone at six in the morning, hi. Yeah. Hi and Hi. <laughs> And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. It's it's a but, it's an office dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> really? Is it too much? Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of talking, man. It's just like. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, i am got nothing left, man. Nothing left. Well,
3: because when we get here first thing in the morning. He's right. Yeah, yeah the overnight it, guy is a really great guy. He's so uh, nice. But the last it kills thing, us,
4: Patrice. Cause, yeah. Because he hasn't talked to anyone in hours. And we don't want to talk to anybody because we're going to talk for five more hours.
5: You guys Damn. act as, as if he talks to you. Yeah. He talks to me. Right. Yeah. He talks to me. He follows me to the bathroom. He uh, honestly As he
2: should. Why are you so surprised? <laughs> As he should. Are you going to talk to Preston and Steve? This one kills me. It's like he talks to me because he can't talk to Preston or Steve. He actually runs. Yeah, he's he, probably closer to being able to talk to Steve than Preston because Preston makes you go. Eh, you know what? Let me not talk to Preston, which is what I do. Yeah.
5: But uh, Nick will just it's put a misunderstood energy that
2: I understand very well. <laughs> you can just key right <laughs> in. And, <laughs> But Nick Nick just puts
5: his headphones on. I mean, I don't even know if you're listening to anything. I don't even know if your headphones are even
2: I
3: put plugged on, into anything. I put on music, but I, I can I can sympathize, Patrice, because you just need to sort of get up and going for a little
2: bit. And, yeah. and if you're not there yet, you're not. There's nothing going to get you there, you know. I wish people understood that. I wish people. It, it's it's. I think it's as rude. To be ultra friendly, <laughs> to be <laughs> and fraudulent, and force me right. to join your energy of fake <laughs> happiness. Yeah, when I'm I'm miserable at six in the morning. Hi, so So you asking me a goofy question at six in the morning? Right. How yeah. am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Awful, what the, right? Yeah, and it's, it's nothing personal. It's just don't no. talk to me. That, that's the clearest.
4: That's the clearest Stop. statement of truth I've ever heard. Is it, yes, I, why are you trying to make me match your level?
2: It, yeah, it, it, and, if, and if you stink on the radio, you try to save every bit yeah. of energy. And sure. So if you stink on the radio, there's nothing there. It goes. You know, he stunk. <laughs> and but it's because the, the uh pa took uh or the intern yeah, yeah, talked yeah. to him a little too long <laughs> in <on> the elevator <laughs> yeah. about what i want <laughs> just to be left alone but i don't want you to hate me for the rest of my life cause, but it's it's a, i think it's an older man thing i mean i'm look i'm You've 42 you talked enough yeah uh that's young in white years but 42 is uh <laughs> right <laughs> It's up there, man. I'm a 75 year old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling old. I'm feeling like my testosterone is dipping. Like you know, it does naturally. A, a school bus and and full of girls just sounds, you know, like work. <laughs> but my testosterone level is like. Bleh. <laughs> 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 Because you think of the talking, yeah. and the, the non doing anythingness, right? Yeah, and I'm in old women now, like you know, yeah, yeah. my age, because they don't play games, they right. don't play around. You know, they just want you to find where the dead spot is <laughs> and breathe life back into it. Is that a, um, you're fine? That's fine. Is that a, <laughs> that's good. I, I know exactly. What in you're your talking window, about. that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's a great,
4: there's a great promo uh, that's on on the Comedy Central side of you sitting with a bunch of women at the table. It's for your. Uh, I think it's for all oh, for
2: the for the special. Year. Yeah, and you're yeah,
4: saying yeah. there's not one working uterus at this table. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: just <laughs> really. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta put on my best shoes for you. <laughs> I, I, I'm done with that. And yeah. I'm and I'm in the I'm in the place now. Where I'm almost. Um, I'm I'm almost. I used to be known for just. I had girls around, and yeah, I, yeah. I love that. I went through from 28 because in high school, I didn't I didn't figure out the whole thing that women. um actually like men for other things other than physicality right so being a fat dude my confidence wasn't real i was like in high school i'm like ah you know sure but in high school it was fair because young girls are not into into hot dudes yeah Mm -hmm. they get older and they go wait a minute this is i need a i need a job you know what i mean i gotta find a guy that can give me good employment and a good future right and they like us for personality and they're stupid like that, so it's like <laughs> it is what it is, man. I don't know. No. I don't, you know. If you're if you're a fat girl and you're hilarious, good luck to you. As far as I'll talk to you, yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna. I'm just. You need. I'm. 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 I'm shallow you're, you, like that. So it's you're like being honest. Women. Yeah. Women love you for other things, and once I learned that, I, I went on a rampage from about twenty eight to. Yesterday, yesterday. <laughs> when I when I start thinking about, and this is why I'm thinking about getting married. I started thinking about falling down the stairs, and by you, myself if I was alone and I fell down the stairs. You yeah, are
4: the first alert. Who would
2: care? All right, yeah, all right. All right. How long would it take for someone to check on me? Yeah. Uh, my woman within two days, and that's the lowest. My friends would think, ah, yeah. Um. You know, if I had a bunch of girls around, they'd think, "Oh, he just doesn't call me back." It's all, it would all right. go into personal. My mother would probably be a, a week to two weeks, <laughs> right? <My God. laughs> because she knows that I, you know, we we talk, but it's not like Roll if I turn. didn't talk to her for a week, Something's she would wrong. assume yeah. that I'm, I'm I'm just on a road yeah. or whatever. It makes After sense. Two weeks. Still I mean my girl is the only one that would that would keep me I I, I if I died by myself I I, I wouldn't stink <laughs> if if it was my girl, right? That's it. That's the only one that really gives a damn right now. So, so you have a, I'm you... thinking about marrying her just because of that.
6: This...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you more aware
4: of your own mortality now? Do you, do you start oh, thinking? Jesus
2: Christ, man, I'm scared. I am. He just went through by it. bugs. I'm scared of stepping on a nail. I'm sc- I'm scared to fall. Yeah. I'm scared to. I'm I'm scared of anything that will physically happen to me that's why I don't do the mean mug to men anymore where where it's like what you looking at Uh everybody's like MMA is almost like basketball now everybody wants to choke you and put you in their guard and you just go dude what am I going to do except for shoot you if I had a gun and go to jail and then got to fight a bunch of whole place full of MMA fighters (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who didn't do the right thing with it? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Wait, what, so you had a mean streak for a little while.
4: You had to. Well, you were a football player too. You were. You were. An,
2: you had to be It was a big, mostly black. And I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. It was. Be. It was being black and being in Boston. Yeah. And uh, you know, this is the thing. I know white people get tired of racial discussions, yeah. but they have to understand there's reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I every black person paranoid. <laughs> we we there's some reasons. And and as you get older. You realize it's a farce. Ra- racial divide is a farce. Right. So you, you, I, I go. Damn. I learned a lot from white people. Sure. But if you if you grow up young and you go you go, hey guys, I like white people. You know. You're gonna you pay for it. I got I got a lot. Larry Burr was my favorite basketball player. Whoa. So because I couldn't jump or run fast, so I emulated Larry Bird when I played. That right. was the only thing that enabled me to be competitive.
4: Did you have to keep that on the on the lowdown?
2: I didn't cuz yeah. I was in Boston. Yeah. I thought but racism so in depth yeah and so prevalent that in Boston you couldn't like Larry Bird. Huh? He was a white guy. Yeah. He was super white. Like, he wasn't, (laughs) like, he wasn't cool, dude, white. Like, he's Indiana white. He's an Indiana white guy. (laughs) Yeah. But he just, I loved him. But, but you get, you get a lot of. Grief, sure. Like, so what like, about Robert Parrish? Right, you go. Oh, he's my favorite. Well, how could Robert Parrish be your favorite? <laughs> he's the most unfun basketball player I've ever seen. But you, and then as you get older, you realize, oh my god, man. Yeah. Like I've been wasting a lot of my time, and I'm trying to catch up on that time I wasted by do by not growing as from, as much as I I can I can grow mentally.
4: You know. I, I get the feeling you're 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 the first to like you don't. You're the first to be your own critic. You beat yourself up. Easily. Oh yeah, man! Yeah. I'm
2: very fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, I don't say a lot of things about myself. That that two two things I'm I'm pretty good at. I can read energy nine out nine times out of ten. I'm good at reading someone's energy. Right. You know w- what to do and be self aware and go how to not annoy a person. Right. Right. I try, and uh, and 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 the second thing I'm pretty good at is knowing myself. And knowing not how to, you know, lie and, and and put people in a position to call me a hypocrite. Right. You know what I'm saying? I try to be honest. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you know, I'm, as I'm getting older and older and older, I try to teach people that. And you realize as I'm talking, here's what I hate about myself now. I'm becoming like my, my girl has, has a kid, she's my stepkid. Yeah. I'm becoming a dude. That gives advice to young people. (laughs) And then you see they don't care. Yeah. And I lived through that. And I said, I'm trying to help you so you don't live through a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And they look at you like you're stupid.
0: Yep.
4: I mean,
2: he does
0: it. He's depressed.
2: Patrice, you, they you and I, here, yeah.
0: we're, we're in the same place. I'm 43. We're in the same ballpark. A lot of these things with mortality. And also, I find myself starting to give out advice. And as I hear it coming out of my mouth, I'm I'm thinking, you don't give a damn. <laughs> and
2: it, you don't And care. it makes you more of a curmudgeon yeah. Yeah. because you go, you should be taking advice and then they make you feel irrelevant by yeah. looking at you like you old right. <laughs> and you go and you can't hit kids anymore you can't <laughs> slap them in the face no and and it's like i don't want to be uncool to anybody right so you know now i'm starting to do um older dude stuff man i'm i'm you know you get a girl at the club hey you want you know to give yeah. me the signals you want to you know it it's different again the racial game uh, black women don't go, well, hey, we're going to the after party. Right. Black women go, what are you, what are you doing now? Right. But, but right. here in Philly, you know, you get a white girl and she goes, she's at the after party. And you just go. You start thinking like, "Yeah, I see the signals. All I have to do is behave myself, right? <laughs> drink whatever I'm a drink. <laughs> Pretend it's liquor. <laughs> I don't drink liquor, so I'm like, give me right. a half cranberry, half water. Don't right. say nothing. I'm sipping, <laughs> and I'm waiting. Sure. And it's not, yeah. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it worth it? Is it, is it really? You, you, you are. <laughs> you, it worth
4: it? you are speaking so true because we we had these singles mixers. And I, I've been married for a number of years now, and I'd I, I would I'd be so lost. I'd be a dead man. If I had to be out in the, in the dating scene now, it would be ridiculous. And how old are you? I'm 51.
2: You're 50- 52. See, yeah. This is the, the issue with being 52, I would think. Yeah. No 52-year-old man wants a 50, 52-year-old woman. That's the thing. Yeah. So if you was to date 52-year-old women, if you was to date... Y- y- it would be an easier thing because 52-year-old women work from the bottom up just like 52-year-old men. <laughs> they go, right. let's start with just sex. Right. And if it works out from there, it works out from there. <laughs> right. But I need sex. Sure. But you go 30 or 35, it's just... <laughs> because you're better than any 35-year-old woman that's dating. Right. You're, you're Steve. Right. <laughs> but, uh, of Preston and Steve. i be a better little, than you. Is that gonna be a little, is it, isn't that going to be a little pompous if I happen to say that? You should be pompous. People don't understand. You've earned pompousness. This is... Twitter has messed up the idea that celebrities aren't better than you.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow.
2: Celebrities are better than you. Get real with it. That's the whole point. Wow. That's why you go through this struggle. You're Preston and Steve, and your residual power rubs off on... What's your name, Casey? Casey. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it rubs off. Oh wow, you're that guy from <laughs> Preston and Steve. You. You're Why do you think I've been around for
5: thirteen years, man? It's it's what residual. Oh my
2: God, you're the guy that says things sometimes, <laughs> Casey.
7: <laughs> <laughs> and then you you go eh, yeah yeah I
2: run you know mm. I make sure Preston got all his notes and <laughs> <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I book Patricio <laughs> on the show. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 like it's the thing is i'm as a human being we all human beings but as far as you talking to me it's a big deal <laughs> But Facebook got people going. Hey, hey, Chris Rock, what's <laughs> happening? Uh, yeah, hey, uh, Sean Penn, I don't like what you did. Sean Penn, I don't like what you did. <laughs> How dare you? But that's the thing. We we, we your pompous is what you earned. But you know,
4: I ha- I have to say, and it's the truth. It's something that is genetically not within me. It's not within anybody on the show. Because because we know the funny thing is is that we're in radio. You go out with the local TV weather guy and you disappear. I mean we
2: we are low on the totem pole. But and I I sort (laughs) of like that that way. I do. I'm not saying being a jerk though, Steve. uh, But I'm. But the thing, own up. So the work you put in, yes, to be Steve. Cause <laughs> why not call the show Dude and Some Guy? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll tell
5: you what. We um, I'm glad we had you back in studio today because <laughs> we uh, we had a wait, phone. Wait.
4: Or... We got to change the sign to Dude and Some Guy.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, we had you on the phone last week, and, yeah. and uh, you know sometimes like double dipping doesn't make sense, but to have you on totally does, and and because. You know, when I came home from work, my wife, um, she was just raving about our interview with you. I told you so about it. Yeah. I, it's,
4: I told I told Patrice before the interview. case yeah. that that then the, the last time we talked, you were talking about all of the sort of hand wringing and all of the stuff. The honesty, With, with machine roast. Yeah, and and to, and people don't hear entertainers talk right. like that a lot. because
2: we we you know I'm here with with a PR person. Yeah, they, they when you get to a certain level, they try to protect you from. Not being famous. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very real. I've been, right. I've been around for 20 years, man. I went from a, a, a young boy to, I'm graying, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And you have to be real. And the, and the thing, like, when I say something like, people who know me, they know what I mean when I say celebrities are better than you. Right, right. yeah. Because I've explained it many times. Sure. But if somebody that don't know me, I'll go, what? Who? And I'll explain it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Cele- but I know where I am. Right. Celeb- I've been doing it 20 years and I'm not confused about where I am in the business. I have a, a a decent living but the thing is you have to compare someone else's suffering and this is another thing they make celebrities do and athletes right. who make money I'm my suffering to me is my suffering right if I get a, a one month prison sentence as opposed to your 50 I can't complain for the 30 days that I don't want to <laughs> be in jail right I complain about what makes me sad and I'm happy about what makes me happy I've I've made a choice yeah, yeah, to yeah. be to try to be where I am. You, it's not guaranteed. Right. But like the Charlie Sheen roast, I did it. I'm not gonna be self-righteous. I said no to a lot of those roasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm going, I don't like this whole thing where people don't really know each other and like right. each other. Like I'm getting some people that go, oh, you were great. Then you get some people. You get uh, there's a few black people i bump into that goes, man, they were mean to you. Talked about diabetes and man, you didn't do the right, man, you didn't step yeah. up. And I said, what do you even know? Right. What game I'm in? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, What was I supposed to be? I can't be Martin Luther King <laughs> right, during right. that time. <laughs> sure. They would edit me out. Right, yeah. <laughs> right
5: yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
2: I would be sitting there and I wouldn't be on the roast and they'd be like, why was you just sitting there and they they calling <laughs> you a diabetic?
5: Yeah, but the Mike Tysons his mom joke that was funny. I thought that was hilarious,
2: dude. It's they all were funny jokes, but mm-hmm. the the nature of it. Okay, I, I think I've been here like four times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After ten, if I'm lucky to be on ten, then. I could join the President Steve roast.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'd be real. Cause you know
2: us. Cause you can yeah. just it's it's a it's a friendly thing, it's a understanding. Well, Not it, just I'm it, just gonna look on Google and look at what somebody wrote about you on Google yeah. and attack you with it. Right. But why shouldn't I do it? I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of seeing Whitney Cummings, you know, have two T V shows. Yeah. Because yeah. of the roast. So I said, let me do the roast. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, that's that she was writing for a lot of people
4: don't know that Whitney Cummings was writing the stuff that say, Cloris Leachman would say at the
2: roasts, you know, because so, those actors aren't coming up with their own stuff. But
8: did that um diabetic stuff bother you?
2: It didn't bother me at all because people who, who know me, they, I'm, I'm, I roll with like yeah. the friends of mine in the business, a gangster. And I, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is, I they, they really, you know, I, I was rolling with Nick, and we all kind of are doing our own thing. But right, when right. we was rolling with Nick. Nick DiPaolo, Norton, uh, 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 Colin, Keith, Geraldo. We we hung in rooms, man. Yeah, yeah. And I made a lot of enemies from Tough Crowd. When we was on Tough Crowd. Why so? Because it pulled up a lot of skirts, man. Really? There's a lot of comics in this business who didn't get into it because they were funny. They just got into it. Right, right, right. This is the one business you can just, you meet somebody... And they go, I'm a comic. How long have you been doing it? 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, There's no, You can't say you're an astronaut until you earn it. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people go, I, I'm just a comic. And a lot of people get into that. A lot of actors get into comedy because it's a way to do something to say I act. And, sure, But yeah. this is, it, it, we I, we roll with some real Heavy mean hitters. dudes. That's why the roast is, yeah. When I'm losing a foot? I what? do losing feet jokes my, myself. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> right. ah.
4: Right. Well, we, know. we had Colin Quinn in here, and we were talking about that and, and about the um, that. Yeah, you had you had to be at a certain level to be in that tough crowd,
2: because
4: uh, da- it was real. Yeah.
2: That's the thing; it wasn't a fake mean. It was like we knew each other to say "shut up, stupid." Right? Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Because we say it every. That's why it wasn't like a catchphrase we were making up. Right? We actually had some love for each other. So I would see a kid, Anthony uh, Jezelnak. I see. Captain Kirk, <laughs> I, Kate, Kate uh, Walsh—that yeah. I don't even know—and you're just like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I went off book on that thing because I I um I didn't write there was jokes I didn't write jokes for Steveo or Kate Walsh right? Because I'm like why
4: to explain what you're saying is that you, you you have to run your material by them ahead of time, but because you were a last minute person, you you, you told us before, oh, man. Yeah, you didn't have to run, it and by they them.
2: were nervous. But <laughs> the guy who brought me out of it all was uh was Captain Kirk.
4: Yeah. Uh, Shatner. Shatner. Yeah.
2: Because he was so racist.
4: (laughs) But I mean that with
2: with love. He was so racist and so foul. It it actually, I go, oh, I got an to to go into. Yeah. And then we really bonded. He almost made me go into tears, him and his wife. Uh, uh, his wife and him are like real loving to each other. You're right, right, right. And uh, his wife broke down. I said, uh, Captain Kirk says, uh, well, <laughs> why you, so-? he said, how'd you feel? I said, I don't know, man. I, I did it. I'm right. in a fog. I don't know. And I can't, I go to him. I can't stop being miserable to him. Really? Yeah. I says, I don't know why I can't really just be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Skip around and one day just go in total happiness. Without breaking something down, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, his wife is a little tipsy, and she's like, oh, okay, that's probably a little bit of testosterone, you know, lack of. Right. Because men love testosterone, so she could tell that I'm, like, she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you're probably a little bit, but you're young. And then Captain Kirk goes, Mm -hmm. but honey... He, he has diabetes, his body's not producing things right right so i'm they having a cross <laughs> the conversation based on the, the fact that I'm trying to like uh dis- <laughs> or let my girl go meet twenty year old guys because right. I, I can only have sex once a week right right and yeah. I better not masturbate either you know what I'm saying yeah. just to just so she i can satisfy her and it's like they went in and I just was like, oh my god and st- I thought it was just me. <laughs> but you go, nature? Yeah. It's pissing me off. Sure. And it made me sad. Really? Oh,
4: just that well, nature. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be sort of a uh, wouldn't that be sort of a uh, an epiphany that you at least you can attach it. It was a happening? sad
2: epiphany. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean just <laughs> <laughs> If they tell you your kidneys fail, it's like, wow, that's an epiphany. I'm going to be without my kidneys. Right, yeah. I'm so sad. I right? can see that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I'm, um, you know, it, it just the reality of it was was beautiful. I think there was beautiful William Shatner was beautiful to me. That's very cool. It, it was. It was not everybody else was bad, but he was beautiful, man. I, I, I like him. So, I mean, going back to the whole thing, what you were saying, the wife, and being honest, I think people enjoy that. Yeah. But here's the Twitter game. They abuse it, man. They abuse you by the information you give them about yourself. Sometimes that's the thing that makes you not want to be honest. That's the thing that makes you want it when people you see bad interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't want to be, sh- they don't want to share. Well, let me take because you, you come back and smack me in the face with my own honesty. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, let me has, ta- yeah. let me tell you what I do. I mean, I,
4: I I just consider I know my life. My life is boring as crap. So I don't when I tweet. I it, all of it is made up. It's all jokes and stuff. It's not. I, I'm not, I don't do the, I'm eating a bagel now. You know, right. I don't do
2: that crap. To me, that's, a, I would. Well, oh, you don't tweet, oh God, if I could kill and get away with it. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Proverb, yeah.
4: But none of that, it's all, it's all made up stuff. So it's all, you know, on that. But I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Sometimes there's something to be said for revealing too much about yourself.
2: It, because it's, you get, a you get abused, man. You get, yeah. you do get abused when you share with people and you hope, but here's the thing. For some reason, positive Pe- people that love you, yeah. they're not as intense as people who, who hate you. They come at you hard. And then, you know, they come at you with yeah, 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 the meanness. Like, I can read through a million good things that somebody said, and then you get a fat douche. I hope you... <laughs> well... Uh- <laughs> You're freaking hilarious. Dude. I,
0: I, I, I don't. I
2: don't want to wrap this up. I have to. It's fine, man. I like um, to.
0: And by the way, you can follow him at uh, Big Mama Prods on Twitter. At
2: Big Mama Prods, and at... the reason I do that is because if you if you type in Patrice O'Neill, it's just too many people that go ah, fat this, <laughs> yeah, really? die yeah, you yeah. douche. Uh, so I, yeah. if you want to find me, you have to type that in. Okay. And, and when you hit me, know that you are blocked. Okay. As soon as you hit me, that's, that's that's that's. It's just it's your site. You people, can do what you people want. People
4: control,
0: but yeah. Big Mama prize. I have no problem with that. All right, gang. Patrice O'Neill. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank Great you. To see
2: Thank, you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you once again.
0: We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Stay where you are. Like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com. Hey, you don't need get getaway to have a great getaway this summer. At Acme, you'll find everything you need to get into vacation mode right at home. Enjoy summer favorites all season long. From their famous USDA Lancaster brand choice beef and tender chicken to the tastiest summer fruits and vegetables. So fresh and delicious, you'll think you're on vacation. No matter what your grocery needs are this summer, Acme has you covered. Acme, your summer food headquarters. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
6: Hey,
8: will you shut the. F- Stop.
0: All right. Thank you. Uh, let me see here. I do uh, read this email. It says converted British fan. Ah, uh, Preston, Steve, and gang. Uh, I was lucky to be in, <laughs> Philly, in the Philly area for eighteen months and have just returned home to the UK. Uh, just wanted you to know how much I enjoyed your show while I was there, and am delighted to be able to download and podcast and keep up with the uh, keep up to date with the studio antics. I fall behind with the podcast during the move, but have been filling up the MP3 player to take with me when I holiday in Italy next week. Uh, if you guys could shout to everyone I work with in at uh, Motorola in Horsham, I'd appreciate it as I enormously enjoyed living and working in your country and listening to President Steve on the drive into work was a highlight. Gadzooks, guys, that is from Glenn in Basingstoke, Hampshire, England. So Sto- Hampshire. We appreciate that, Glenn. Thank you very much. And uh, any time that uh, you listen abroad, please uh, make us aware of that. A little cream cheese smear on your cheek <laughs>
4: there. Thank
9: you for telling
0: <laughs> Were you not going to say anything,
4: Marissa? I was
9: waiting for a good moment I to tell you. Just don't want you. it to
4: look like crusty Seaman yeah, yeah. on your face. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All oh, good.
9: It. Thank you.
0: Mm. Wait, well, hold on. Mm. Wait, that was crusty Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you know, to the famous vaudeville entertainer, Crusty Seaman? <laughs> yes.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and now on our center stage, everybody, round of applause for Krusty
0: semen. Hey! Semen. <laughs> Waka waka waka. Hey, I, w- I want to bring something up. Casey mentioned this the other day. This was an interesting concept. I had never heard of it before, but apparently, a few people that he knows do this now. Uh, you know, if, if you if you still if you're if you're married, and uh, I'm speaking to guys, and, and you like to uh, to go out on occasion, and uh, you know, drink with the fellas, hang out, stay out a little bit late, maybe you end up in the doghouse. Yes, uh, if if you come home too late. Casey has heard of this uh, kind of agreement that mm-hmm. has been set up and you found out about this through
5: your neighbors yeah through my neighbors uh, just through, you know a regular conversation and and this was simply known as something it's called the promise. And uh, and and I had no idea. He's like, you've never heard of the promise. And then and then, sure enough, uh, this guy's friend was like, you've never heard of the promise. So you know, we had two guys. Hey, gang,
4: know, Casey's never heard of the promise. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. I sort
5: of felt like, all right, man, I'm in my 30s and I never heard of this thing called the promise. Right. But uh, essentially, what it is, it's a it's a guaranteed way uh, to have your husband or boyfriend, live-in boyfriend, uh, come home in a reasonable hour. And um, and essentially, like before you leave, you know, suppose I'm going out with the guys, uh, you know, my wife. Wife would say something like, "All right, well, if you're home before eleven thirty, I promise you will have sex tonight." Okay,
4: you know, not so, with me,
0: not with but me. We'll have sex. <laughs> no, but you'll, you know, so. <laughs>
4: I, I, I don't like you and don't want to do that.
0: Well, and you know what? You would think that hearing that might be kind of an anomaly that this, you know, one couple is just a, th- a system that they had uh, that they had come up with, but apparently there were a few people, and I had never heard of that before, but is, is it uh, as detailed as, are, are you promised like a straight up, you know, just standard sex, or are there little added bonuses maybe?
4: Cleveland Steamer? You know, yeah, something maybe. like that. I, you know what? I don't know if there
5: are any addendums to the, the promise, but uh, I, I just took it as straight up sex. So and so you, you come
4: things, home at this time yeah. and, and you'll be rewarded with sex. No matter how tired you are.
5: Like, So if I came home and, and let's say the promise was for 11.30 and I got home at 11.25 and my wife was in bed asleep she can't say no because right. I'll tell you what if I got home at 1125 and, and the promise was broken and she said no I'd be right out back the door back at the bar right. uh, because that's you know you're breaking the promise so hmm.
4: I would I would counter and say I'm going to stay out later and uh-huh. I'm still going to have sex
6: yeah.
9: <laughs> whether you're asleep or not right? I'll, I'll
4: see that and raise you. Yeah so I, I you know I don't know if this is a Delco
5: thing or if it's you know specifically in Upper Darby you know section of <laughs> Delaware regional County that's
4: but regional, a regional uh, Delco it, thing. So you think be in the Rand McNally, if, if you look at it, so that this is an area. Like, there are dry parts of town, and there are parts of town that do this. Well, I'm not sure, because you guys have obviously never heard I've of never heard of, you're of you're it. you no, from Never Rand heard
5: of it. Nick? Uh, no. I don't
4: know how cool I'd be with that either, you know? I, I, don't,
0: I don't go I out. think it's. I, I think it's a pretty good idea for, for women who, you know... Uh, who, who want to make sure that uh, that the man comes back? I'll do that time. with my wife. I'll, I'll say if she's if she's out. I say if you
4: stay out an extra half hour, I'll pleasure myself.
0: Oh, <laughs> deal.
4: Yeah, I will. I will pleasure myself if you stay out an extra half hour.
9: I guess it's good. I mean, I'm not at a point in my life where I need to be promising sex. I guess, but if you're not getting sex that often, it's a lure to come home on yeah, a Saturday but, night, right? Uh, no, but
5: if you you know you and JT don't live together, so you know it, things tend to change once you guys end up shacking up because right now you would have no problem staying in by yourself on a tuesday night but when you're living with somebody and you're home alone on a tuesday night while your boy's out like you know eating wings and drinking beer and stuff like that then you kind of get a little bit lonely i would imagine and (laughs) it's possible let me
0: let me go to uh laurie who who does this apparently hey laurie how you doing
10: hi guys you guys rock thank
0: you what's up laurie the
10: same my husband and i you know we do it all the time we have he wants. To, if I need milk or you know whatever, you so will
4: that. bang him to go get milk. <laughs> no, no, something that, else. That, that is an interesting <laughs> arrangement.
10: Something else, not necessarily yeah. that. Right. But I'll reward him.
0: Really, for for going to get milk, you'll you'll offer up oral. Well,
10: absolutely.
0: So okay, so I
4: love you. <laughs> I want to marry. you. I, I, I just yeah. want to understand for like little household chores, you will you will do this uh, for I, him.
10: Absolutely. If I don't feel like doing something, you know, hey babe, if you uh, do this, or you know, you know what? I'll uh, I'll do the, I'll
0: do this for you. Damn, that's a and great yeah. idea. Would that work for you, Preston? Oh God, yes. Would that work for me? Because I, I will. You know what? I hate doing menial chores around the house. I hate doing the the the, the you know changing the litter box and taking the, out the garbage and and uh, straightening up rooms, something like that, honey. If you are listening right now. <laughs> If you offer up that that oral presentation... Uh, for doing these tasks, we will have the cleanest house in
4: the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, and to, it, you know what? It's not going to happen. You. No. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I am going to float that out there. <laughs> if the
3: kids are listening, an oral presentation is something daddy has to do at work. Yes.
4: Right? <laughs>
6: That's right. Yeah. Yes.
9: Now that I think about it, I think I may have used this before, but every time we have used it, JT is drunk. Okay. So he 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 actually says a promise himself, and then he goes, but I'm drunk, so it's not going to work anyway. Whatever. I promise Whatever. you, if I come off. home tonight,
4: you'll blow me. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, that's my <laughs> promise. And I'm sticking
0: to it. Wait, he uses oh. the I'm drunk excuse? Yeah. Oh, come on. All the time. I at least give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will I will, go in wholeheartedly knowing that this is not going to be satisfying for myself, but let's just give it a shot. What the hell? Oh, he won't. You, well, oh, that, 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 well, that's, that's not a valid excuse, the drunk thing.
9: Well, we used it at the Borgata the other night because I just wanted to go home. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning after the uh, Vi fight. Oh, no, that's like, when
0: I use the it's too late excuse,
6: <laughs> yeah. not the drunk
0: thing. He
9: was just like, oh. Oh, well, you know, maybe if we leave then you'll do this on the ride home. And then as he's like talking, he talked himself out of it. He's like, oh, but I'll be drunk. So it won't work anyway. It doesn't matter. We should just go spend more money
5: okay mm, yeah well it. you know but getting back to the uh, the household chores it's sort of an unwritten rule and, and I've noticed that my wife is a little bit more uh, giving suppose if I've uh you know spent like three or four hours out doing like yard work if I've it, what I call a good husband day where uh you know I, I've you know I've done stuff around the house I've taken care of the kids for right. a little bit and all that sort of stuff yeah um, mm-hmm. that exactly. kind of turns my wife on apparently
4: well yeah but you know I don't I don't want that to be currency and you know I don't want I agree I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't I do. want <laughs> Have that be with. I do. I do. Because I'm so damn good she's gonna enjoy it too.
0: No, I I do. I, I you know I hate doing that stuff. And a little bit of enticement, a little bit of reward. Well if Jeeves does it, will she
4: will she do him? No. He
0: he's not I'll take her that. <laughs> I'll take her that too. No need for you to be my hold. Uh let me go to uh Andrea real quick. Andrea, good morning.
10: Hey, um you just saved my marriage.
0: I saved your marriage?
10: Yeah, how we so? got married like, I don't know, eight weeks ago, yeah. and I've been trying to get my husband home early, and now I know how to do it. There you yeah.
0: go. Wow. Yeah. Give it a try. All right.
10: Thank you. Thank you very much.
5: I mean, that's honestly, the, the, that's, that's the, you know, I think how it was designed. It was like, because I know I, I like to close the bar out. You know, it's as simple as that. So if I'm out with my friends, I don't want to be the first one leaving. However, if there was a promise involved, I would murph it like nobody's business. I, what you if know? you got
4: the same promise from one of your friends at the bar? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sure, Hang man. out a little later, I'll do it. <laughs> that's I mean, right. I'm not going to like it, if you, <laughs> but I'll do it. If you stay, hey, in the dark, it all feels the same, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't do. I, I don't do. The, you know what? You I don't, don't do. I don't drink. Yeah, not, I don't guess going out, close down, close down the bar, hanging out with my boys, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> is not uh, you know,
0: is, is not part of the equation. I'm going to go to Tim. Hey Tim, how you doing?
11: Hey
0: Gadzooks! Gadzooks, what's up, Tim?
11: Uh, I think holding sex over somebody's head to come on home is, uh, is wrong. You know? I think you're right. Something uh, something's between you and your wife, you know, d- do it any anyway. You
0: should do it the old-fashioned way, to roofies. But listen, no, but Tim, if if you're habitual, if you're doing it all the time, if, well, if you're I mean, going out. If
11: you're an habitual person, I understand that. But, yeah. I mean, you know, some guys don't even get that, get out, you know. So oh, no. Coming out. You get to have sex? Jeez, thanks. Uh, you know, thanks on... Well, no, I no,
0: I'm 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 with you on in that regard because I honestly I don't go out that much. We have three kids, and and uh, when I when I do go out, if I want to stay out, you know, I'm gonna stay out. Yeah. And, and, but if you if you're going out three nights a week, four nights a week, something like that. And it's pissing her off. I could see her doing something like that.
9: This could be the ideal situation for any guy now. Because he gets to go out, hang out with his friends, and then come home and get sex. And that, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, Perfect.
4: Exactly.
5: Well,
9: that's that's but do
4: it, no. just, just just trade up to a hooker then.
9: But the more you go out, the more sex you get. Yeah, but so then, there you I know. Mean,
5: With the promise then you don't have to, you know, if you stick to the promise then you don't have to come home with the story like, oh, well, I, no, I would have been home an hour ago, but then Nick bought shots, and yeah. then, <laughs> then, then, then this guy walked in. I had not seen him in like 10 years, so
4: I had to talk to him for a while. This guy asked. Nick, if you go down, oh, no, no. <laughs> and I said yeah. And they said yeah. And I then said then no. I said no. And they both went to this underwater city. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat the hot dogs.
0: <laughs> Wait, what was it? Don't eat the hot dogs yeah. in the underwater city. All right, let me expanding go. Expand your stomach. <laughs> let me go to Melissa. Hey, hey, Melissa, how you doing?
10: Hi, how you doing, guys? Good. What's up? Um, I think this promise stinks because basically, if my husband's going out late, I'd rather him not come home at all because he bothers me. He's all drunk, and it's very annoying.
5: Yeah. Well, this is a surefire way for him to not come home drunk.
4: Well, no, no, no he's no. going to no. come home come drunk. Home. Yeah. He's no, going to go come home um, a drunk, and I, 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 women, I'm sure, are looking forward to that kodiak bear mounting them with the beer breath
0: listen yeah i've you told should you say you promised i told you my friends a uh, married couple that i know uh the wife refers to that uh incident as randy stopping by uh because he's just you know <laughs> so oh, so you say, little, turn to him and go oh you're no who are you yeah. oh no you're kidding right <laughs> i remember my wife one time we were it, I, was it, well, you were randy i was times. randy one night and she's She's right, like, I'm, I, I successfully, well, unsuccessfully, we went at it twice. And then I'm like, all right, here we go. All right, three three times the charm. Seriously, looked at me and goes, You're kidding, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Nothing will increase your performance like your wife saying. Really?
5: (laughs) But this is, I think this is like a perfect design for, like, suppose you were going to the baseball game with your friends. You know, so come home right after the baseball game. Because, you know, like one event always turns in, all right, let's go to the bar after this. So this would eliminate the bar aspect after. It would
4: work for you. Yeah. I I don't know. Wouldn't you you worry, at least, I know know you mentally. Wouldn't you worry that this is being held over your head? In other words, like in other words it's being it's being traded out for services rendered as opposed to just I just don't know if this would even work on me in general because I
5: when I'm hanging out I like to hang out.
4: You yeah. know what I mean? Like
5: and and I sort of get blinded by being social.
0: Hey, Steve, I've got multiple instant messages popping up about what if Claire uh offered if you stopped playing your video games uh, early. No. Using that. No? Because there's a a USB port in the machine I could do.
6: <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I, I,
4: I don't it's not like I don't think this out okay. no yeah I, I would I mean she's she's awesome so that, I mean that, that's definitely enticement Casey I, I think that <laughs> it wouldn't work for me
3: for the same reason it would work with you because it's not like we're single guys who don't you know ha- have sex you know and I, yeah. I love my wife but I know what sex with my wife is yeah. it's boring <laughs> you know?
4: and it's all by it's tragic I just, and it's sad and it shouldn't have be I've <laughs> seen you after party with like
5: complete strangers like uh, you know like the singles yeah. mixer like you went to the bar afterwards with like five dudes that you had never met before. And you know why? Because that's new to me. I know know what sex with my
3: wife is. That's old, man. I've done that. It was really painful, but I liked it. (laughs) And there were five of them,
0: Steve.
6: Steve,
0: can I ask you a question? When you use the USB port, (laughs) do you actually pick the unit up? You have to. Because I
4: have it on a lower stand. Okay. I I was just curious. Not unless I I go backwards into it. (laughs) Let
0: me... (laughs) (laughs) it's it's the 360 and you have to do that let me go to matt hey matt how you doing
11: hey guys how you doing
0: good what's up bud
11: hey uh i think we should make this part of the marriage vows
0: the promise you think that should be part of the vows
11: you take this man to be your luckily let husband and you uh (laughs) uphold the promise
4: right and you can and it sounds it's actually sounds because traditionally i think when they talk about the promise in weddings they're talking about the woman. Uh, you know keeping her virginity until the point of uh, of of marriage you can still use the same uh wording it's just the
0: you, the promise is to to uh pleasure him when he gets home hold on chris has a question hey chris how you doing
11: hey how are you great what's up man it's <laughs> it's prostitution. Yeah, yeah, Chris, I kind of agree with you. It is. I can best believe with look, it's the same thing. Either you give her five bucks, or you do a
5: job for her. <laughs> Dating is prostitution. Listen, you know, like when you're first going out on a couple of dates, you're not getting any unless you spend a couple of bucks. On yeah, and yeah, you always or have or
0: to work through a pimp. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Now, I like. Uh, I really like the yard, yard work for sex. <laughs> I love that
10: because you, you really I just... don't like yard work. <laughs> I
0: don't go out that much. And and that's the perfect thing. And it's like, yeah,
10: good job, Preston. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but it's it's impossible to get me to do all these these little chores around the house. and, Press this. and
6: stay. <laughs> what the hell is that from? <laughs> it's from the
0: dog show, America's Top Dog God. Whatever the hell it is. Well, greatest American dog. Greatest
4: American, American dog, hero dog that lived in Japan.
9: As a woman promising the sex for the yard work, then you do the yard work, and then you come in, and you're dirty, and you're sweaty, and then uh, I don't want to have sex well, with you. okay, hey, expect- let me ask you. And then by the time you shower, uh, Marissa, when you're, you're not that clean. Marissa, <laughs> you
4: know, you, you you know she. Fastidiously uh, clean. When you dispense sex, have you dispensed sex as payment?
9: I don't think I ever have. Okay, I well, of course you what, have.
4: Would it, would it not sully the experience to some extent if you were simply delivering on on a on an agreement by providing sex for that?
9: Yes, it would ruin. I think sex. so. I, I think because be. me, I I,
4: I, I do the whole thing. I put on the enya, yeah. the, the, burn the incense. <laughs> yeah, I get into something sad.ney Oh my god, it's awesome. It's so romantic. <laughs> What's wrong? With, no, what's wrong with that, though, Marissa? I, I don't think. And I'm probably wrong. I probably because Let me. I think I can answer because we do not Anya. Like,
6: <laughs> wow.
4: Come to me, lover.
9: Uh,
6: it seems,
4: by my reckoning, it seems then like it's work for the woman. Like, it's, all right, I'll do this because you did that.
9: Yeah, I think, like... But Lord
4: knows I wouldn't want to have your filthiness on me otherwise. But ultimately, you're not going to give your your
5: spouse or boyfriend sex if he was a creep to you all day or, you know,
4: or, or if he was just a lazy slug. Honestly, like, just about what about organically out of genuine um, love and and eroticism? But, well, but you're not
5: going to do that if the guy's being a jerk that yeah. day, or you know what I and mean. I, I don't so think it's, it's a reward.
0: For, I don't think you'd offer up the promise if you weren't interested in doing it yourself. There you go. Yeah, you, know, you know what you mean? Do, you, do you think so?
9: Yeah. Well. Yeah, because then it's just that non-passionate, awful sex that you're just kind of. Nick has. <laughs> <laughs> Close your eyes.
3: Nick's not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm, I'm already in enough trouble. As is, so uh, long as I going to stop talking at this point. I think you're right, Preston. Hey.
9: If if the girl wants to do it, then she's going to offer it. If she doesn't want to do it, she just wants to be asleep when he gets home. Nope. Then there's no offer on the table. Hey.
0: Non-passionate sex is all right with me. Yeah. I mean, so what? It's
4: still times. Ta- many times, the other partner doesn't even need to be alive. Not- <laughs> or a yeah, human. There, there is, a, there is, a, there is a, a, a sort of a buffer time where things are still warm. Dude, shut up. <laughs> Before it's gone into the refrigeration unit. Oh, my
0: God. Before embalming takes place. That'd be gross. It's all good. You're sick. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Jamie. Hi.
10: Stop. Turn
0: off the Come engine. Come to me, lover. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jamie. Good morning.
10: Good morning. What's How are it? you guys? Great.
0: What's going on, Jamie?
10: Um, I just called because the promise wouldn't work for my boyfriend at all. Why? Well, because he's like, gay, <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> no, it's just that, like, I'm not the kind of girlfriend that withholds sex from him. Okay. So if he's going out with his boys, he's going out to hang out with his boys, not come home early because he knows he can get it the next night. From all him.
4: right, so he knows that with you, that that it's it's any any time he, he's ready to go, you are. So this is not a bargaining tool.
10: It's not at Jamie, all. Jamie, do you okay. guys live together? Go out very often, so
0: so it's it's an open door policy, right?
4: Uh, Are both doors open? That's what I was going to ask. Are both doors open? Come on yeah. in. Casey, what were you going to ask? Do you guys live
5: together? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, both of these uh, guys that I was talking to, they're married. So I don't know if maybe if you add kids to the mix, you know, because sex is... shouldn't re- do that. It's yeah. illegal.
4: <laughs> now, wait a second. Here's an area which I am accustomed to speaking.
0: No, but uh, well, it, uh, like I said earlier, I think it's for the habitual goer outer, uh, the guy who you know just can't stop hanging with the guys. And I all question night long. a
4: dude like that. I question a dude that that needs to spend that much time away from his uh, from his wife or his family. He really hates his wife and his yeah. family, basically. Like um, don't sex. you think to some extent if you're all, if you're got all the
0: goddamn time, possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I like going out.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but once, I enjoy it. You know what? You don't have a man cave, though.
5: Yeah, no, I don't.
0: But once again, I want to bring up the sex for chores uh, issue, and, and hopefully my Try wife it. is listening. I'd like to give that one. I'd like to take that out for a whirl, hon. So just keep that in mind. Well, you know
4: what? If you if that doesn't work out, you maybe you can strike a deal because you your babysitter's intern Devin.
0: Maybe That's something right. can be done there. Maybe we could do something there. We shall see. Uh, so anyhow, well, the promise, if you want to, give it a try. <coughs> if it works out, let us know. Email us and uh, tell us about that. We're gonna take a break, come back in a minute, stay down. What's new? Why have you asked? Cage the
3: elephant. Call me when you're ready
0: to be
6: real.
0: Larkin Poe. Bye.
12: rival signs.
11: We move through the world like shooting stars across
10: the sky. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
0: Our next guest is in our studio right now, and uh, we are you know, trying to have some mood music that was uh, that would be appropriate for him, and, you know, somebody brought in Take Me Out to the Ball Game, kind of an organ, you know, version of it, and I'm like, eh, we need something a little bit more than that, so I thought uh, so- something bigger for, for a man of this stature, both physically and his accomplishments in the game, so... Right. Something reverent. There I think you works. Go. You think so? Fanfare for the common man. I think. I think sure. that works. I mean, two thousand six hundred and thirty-two consecutive games considered one of the unbeatable records in uh, Major League Baseball. Two MVP awards, seventeen All-Star games. The one, the only. Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah. Yeah.
12: Good morning, Cal. Thank you. I, I haven't uh, felt that applause in a while. <laughs> Makes me want to come back. You, you know don't.
0: what, though? You've got, and, and when we found out that you were coming on the show and uh, started to uh, to talk about it on the air, immediately all of the autograph hounds started uh, emailing <laughs> us and, can I come in? Can I bring it back? Can I bring a ball? Can I bring some tickets? And, and this and that. You must, how many times a day do you think you sign things?
12: I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of nice. I mean, you, you, you go into the business world, you go into your business meetings, your strategic planning sessions, all those things that uh, sound mundane that, that are really cool to me now, but then you go back on the road, and all of a sudden all those same things start to happen. It's interesting. I guess uh, I'll share this with you. I used to check into a hotel in, in another name. Right. And yeah. the reason I did was because people like to wake me up from the radio stations yeah, and, right. and get your reactions. <laughs> right. And I, I didn't think of it. Now that I've been in the business world, I went into Chicago, checked in in my normal name, and, uh, and sure enough, the whole thing started all over. Started getting the calls, but because I had to promote this book so early in the morning, I got out about quarter till six, and the wake-up call didn't come till like seven. Yeah. So I heard it on the uh, voicemail uh, uh, message. Uh, they thought they were so funny and so cool, and they were saying, "I told you we should have called it before seven. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a recorded message, but then I immediately changed my uh, change back to my. AOS. There you go. You're gonna uh, have morning to. shows can be annoying.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: yeah, not That's us. The
12: gods no, on us, Straight Bro- up, brother Billy used to. Uh, they used to love getting Billy because Billy. Billy would just start cussing
0: and uh, they would start <laughs> laughing and they'd love they love that reaction i would sure. just hang up well listen i, I want to talk to you about uh you know obviously all your accomplishments in baseball we could go on and on about that but but you do have a book that and that's the reason that you're out promoting this uh right now doing this tour uh parenting young athletes the ripkin way i think this is a great idea for a book i i'm not familiar with anybody who has written a book about it because it can be uh, when, when you're talking about parents getting uh, kind of obsessive about their kids and a little sports, psycho. it can get a little bit cutthroat and a little bit dangerous out there. Is What was the motivation to, to write the book, Cal?
12: Well, in my post-baseball uh, cor- career, or my post-playing career, I really want to promote the game and, and uh, I'm really uh, do something at the grassroots level. I started uh, with an instructional book. I wanted to ha- put uh, good basic construction in the hands of coaches and parents and kids, I had the Encyclopedia of Baseball as a dad, yeah, but most most kids don't. So we wanted to put that out there. And in the chapter, that last book, I took a little shot at uh, when to teach, how to teach, you know, when how to how to develop your child. And and a, the publisher, uh, Gotham Books, said, "I want to hear more about that." Mm-hmm. And it turned into a sports parenting book. At first, I said, "I don't think I have enough. This is about all I got." Yeah. But when I started talking about it and going through it with my own kids, you know, I'm not uh, judging parents. I'm not judging coaches and saying this is a negative sort of behavior. But I've noticed that there's pressure that builds so much maybe because you emphasize winning too much maybe you try to make the next alex rodriguez if you have a kid you put a little pressure on him maybe you live vicariously through uh, your child and you want the best sports experience but that pressure gets in the way of, of uh, development what sports really can teach you mm-hmm. so you know what i'd like to happen from the book is parents to read it maybe uh, look, look within themselves a little bit and and maybe rethink how they approach uh, pro sports because if you take the pressure out and return the game to the kids Teamwork, preparation, discipline—all those things that come out in sports—that's going to serve you for the rest of your life—can start to can start to work. But I, uh, pressures just pressures just bad for a kid. It, it,
4: it kills it all. I, you know, I, I played years of little league and stuff like that, and and and, and you know, and, a lot of parents live vicariously. They miss the boat on their go around, and then they 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 you know they throw all of that at the kids. And and I remember, I mean, that's why the bad news bears hit home for me because there was a lot of brow beating for like eight or nine year olds on the field and here's. A game that's supposed to celebrate camaraderie and so on and so forth and it's becoming the antithesis of that so i i assume that's what's addressed a
12: lot in the book oh absolutely the uh, uh we all know about the words that come out of parents mouths. You know, oh sometimes yeah sometimes they react and they get mad and joey what are you doing why are you swinging at that pitch hang in there you know don't be afraid those things you look at the parents and say that's kind of a negative sort, of, sort <laughs> yeah. of feeling but i tell you what one of the things that i've noticed being around uh youth sports is Kids are in tune to their parents, no matter what they do. Right. Like, uh, like for example, the, the mother that really can't stand to watch her son pitch because it just she gets so anxious that she paces around, covers her eyes, and says, Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. <laughs> I look at the kid. The kid knows that they behave that way, and that sends off the vibes. Even though you think you're not doing it or whatever else, he then wants to please her so bad and wants to do it, he, he starts to put pressure on my advice to all parents and coaches if you could get into a mindset of being a uh, grandmother or a grandfather having seen everything that's happened on the field so if it happens in a positive way let's not overreact on the positive because I've seen it before let's not overreact on the negative let's just kind of act like it's normal and if you can do that then I think that the kids have have a chance it's we-
0: tough it's tough to do that i was i, I was telling the story on the air the other day i was at a miniature golf course with <laughs> my 5 year old on the last hole on 18 and yeah. that's when you win the free game you know <laughs> made a hole in one I swear to God, you thought we won the Super Bowl. I was jumping around, pointing to everybody. Look
1: over here! Look what he did. Hole in one! And
0: you we got to get you an agent. You know, <laughs> it, you know sometimes it, it it you know it takes you over. You know,
12: well, sports sports certainly is an emotional experience for people that watch, right? Especially yeah. for the ones that play, and that and parents really want the best for their, their kids. And I think in this day and age, we re, we want it even more. We're trying too hard. We're putting more uh, resources behind them. So I would just say let's just, let's just try to check our behavior. We're the ones that actually. Have grown up a little bit we're the ones that we should be able to control our behavior and let the kids play how did how did your kids
4: i mean you know it's a tough act to follow, you know. Yeah. I, what did what did you you know? Did you try to encourage
12: them to get into ballet dancing, or, <laughs> luge, perhaps, or you know? Well, one of the one of the re- reasons I wrote the book is a lot of people think because Dad was in professional baseball, brother Billy played twelve years, I played twenty one years, that he made us into baseball players. Right. That he really stood out and worked at us, made us practice all the time. But the opposite was true. Dad really believed philosophically that we all, as individuals, need to search out what we love to do in life. It's a smart and then, move. Then he would support that. Yeah. And so that's really what what I'm trying to say is, and my own kids, you know, I don't need to have Ryan, my little boy, be a baseball player, you know, for him to be fulfilled. I want him to be happy. I don't want, Rachel doesn't need to discover sports to be happy. But if they do, then I can start to support them and help them. I have a different challenge than most. My boy, uh, you know, has a last name that people recognize, mm-hmm. and their expectations on him is to be great every right. single time. Kids from other fields come over and go, "Which one's Cal's kid?" <laughs> right. And when they find him, and he strikes out or he uh, pops the ball up, they go, "He's not that good." And and Ryan knows about that, so I try to remove myself as best I can. I don't like to be on the field as a coach, but I like to be back far enough where where I let him him uh, discover, you know, himself on the field. Have you ever caught yourself slipping? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. No one's perfect and and I by no means am I can sit back and and be very patient uh, in that regard because I don't really struggle with that but uh, uh, sometimes I go, ooh, or come on, or <laughs> you want to help him, and you want to do it, and you want to teach. His so last name is Lipschitz, by the way. <laughs> uh, <'cause> you know. <laughs> I mean, one of the cool things we did, though, is you know, most of the other kids put their last name on the jersey, right. you know, because that's all kind of cool for their attention. Yeah. I do it the opposite. We put Ryan's first name on his jersey. Good, Good idea. So, so we give him a little little sense of anonymity when I'm not there. Right. What,
5: what do you say to the kids who, without their parents, put the pressure on themselves? Because I know like, my brother was a, g- a goalie, which is a very mentally In a t- baseball, by the way, which is, uh, <laughs> no. he stood out like a... Sore thumb. <laughs> it was weird. Um, no, but mentally that's, that's one of the <laughs> toughest positions you can play. And when you lose a game, you put the pressure on yourself. And with, with your parents not there, uh, you know, what do you say to those kids who, who are doing it without their parents?
12: Yeah, well, kids internalize and they really want the best, but uh, they recover really quickly. Yeah. We think that it, it stays with them a lot. The equivalent in baseball would be standing on a mound. You know they're the center of the stage. Right. And they it, what they do if they start walking, people are giving up hits. They feel responsible for the whole loss. A goalie lets uh, uh, a ball go by or a puck go by at the wrong time, then you're really in trouble, and then you, you place the blame on them. You know, I say as a parent, let them feel it. You know, it's going to be temporary. Don't try to soothe them. Don't try to get in their minds or whatever else. That's when you're really going to get into trouble. Let, let them uh, take care of themselves. You know, I noticed, because uh, I couldn't help my boy in one of these moments, because we all have different, uh, different uh, wills and uh, desires to win. And I, I was terrible throwing fits, and my parents didn't right. really yell at me. But Brian Ryan was throwing a fit, and I couldn't get him out of it. And in some senses, I felt I was a little embarrassed and I wanted to go over there and say, come on, you know, let's go. This is just a game. But they don't understand at that time. No. So out of frustration, it was a soccer game, I grabbed the ball and turned my back on it. And I punted the ball in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and it went up about uh, 200 yards. But the really cool thing about it, when it came down, it got the attention of two other kids. They said, do that again. So I kicked it up in the air again. Then I had six kids around me, and then when I did it one more time, uh, a pickup game of uh, soccer broke out, <laughs> nice. and, and yeah. everybody forgot. Everybody forgot that's about a really it. Valuable lesson, yeah. yeah.
4: I can clearly remember, though, in Little League, that you know that I can. I'm right there, like eight years old, and and you know that because at that time to have an outfield in Little League is almost useless because you know <laughs> it, it's only the infield of the ball. ends. I'm out there. I'm, I'm. Hey, I think that's a tiger swallowtail butterfly. <laughs> uh,
6: <laughs>
4: the the one one and only, like I had to get, like, you know, somebody had to call my cell phone to tell me a ball was making it out there, and I turned around, and I dropped it, I effed up the game, and I was, I you know, and you, I carry that forever, yeah. you know? I mean, is, is, there, is there a point where you need to say almost, maybe I need to take, the, the kid out of the game, or, or, or just maybe look for an, another thing, or do you just you just hunker down and, and go through it?
12: Well, I think that you really should, uh, sports can teach you so much, and you should take a uh, more patient uh, view. Right. If the philosophy around the league is not about winning, it's about developing the kids, then the pressure is automatically removed. But what you were feeling out there is that there was a sense of, I, I, I caused us to lose the game, yeah. and everybody doesn't like me anymore. And that that turned out to be true, but one, of the, <laughs> well, but one of the things I think that uh, as parents can tell their kids is we all develop at different levels. The star eight nine year old and statistically might not even make the high school team. Oh yeah, more right, than yeah. likely won't. Yeah, but uh, someone that didn't start baseball till thirteen or fourteen wasn't considered that good. All of a sudden grows, right? Uh, comes into his athleticism, and all of a sudden he's the one that goes off and plays pro ball. Sorry. One one of the things as as a parent though is uh, what you
6: want
0: to do is you want to protect your children from regret one day and that that where it comes in if they if they feel like they want to quit and you kind of want to urge them to stay with it maybe you're not a nutso you know sports head and and you, you want to force your child into it but you just want to say that you know one day you really may regret that you that you gave up on this my parents tried to do that but I mean they didn't they didn't overwhelm me with it but I I had uh, I was uh, I play as as a younger kid I was really good at playing football I know mean, it's right. hard to believe but this was in like you know uh, sixth grades something like that. But then when it transitioned into like junior high I'm like, Okay, yeah, I'm I'm not progressing any further. <laughs> yeah, something's I'm, wrong. I'm here. tired of this. I wanna quit and they were like, Are you really sure you wanna do that? And I said yes, and I ended up bailing. I really I don't regret that, but I, but I think that part of a parent's fear is that someday a child might look back and go, "I coulda, I shoulda," you know. Yeah, it, it's a fine
12: thing. line from pushing your kid too hard and actually nudging them and directing them. Yeah. Now, if, if you do nudge them and direct them and expose them to things, I think sometimes you as a parent will have to say, "Okay, there's a minimum um, uh, a minimum commitment that, right. we, that should be required." Okay, if we're going to say yes to this, we just can't come in and say it once and we'll leave. But uh, those are teaching moments and learning moments. I have regret. You know, I quit a uh, soccer team. I quit a basketball team. Think
4: what you could have been to soccer. <laughs> think about it. What did you do, on, What were you thinking? Winner.
12: And, and, uh, think, it all went asunder after that. I think, I think the trauma of those decisions are really tough for kids to make. So yeah. if, if the parents can actually walk them through and give them all the reasons why they should stay or whether they won't, then maybe they make a better decision. Right. But, uh, but it, it is a difficult decision, and uh, a minimum commitment usually takes care of some of that because then you can get over the hump.
8: You know, though it is. It's good advice. My my little brother was just telling me the other day, he's 16, he's a great football player, but he did baseball for a really long time. told me one season he got one hit, and it was actually an error, so he never even, <laughs> he never even got a hit all season. It, and you know, but it's so but
4: powerful.
3: He, it's but true. But he stuck
8: with it all season, yeah. and my parents just gave him the choice. Look, you can play next year or you don't. You know, yeah. And now he just plays football.
12: <laughs> I well, have a question but, about it. It happens naturally, by the way way competitive in the nature when you grow up the ladder um it's about merit and it's all about making a team and those sorts of things so it's going to happen naturally so when it's still there for for participation it's good to kind of give give it a try
3: all Right. well talking about merit i mean you played in what 17 all-star games and then i think your last one was 2001 uh, you hit a home run, and, and not to, you know, insult you, but it was in the twilight of your career. It was your last, it was your last <laughs> all-star in, that game. That is insulting.
4: <laughs> right. Thanks a lot, Nick. Way to go. Buddy. Well, yeah. it's, there's great, a legitimate great, question Talk about here. moments you regret in life.
3: It'd be about three seconds going. Right, <laughs> Here's one that I remember. Okay. No. So you hit a home run, and it, it, it always seemed to me that that was your last game. You would announce that you were going to retire, that that was a meatball. When you're running around first base, did
12: that thought cross your mind? No. Let me ask you this: uh, When you define a meatball, by the so, way, you can hit him. Say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you know, and I and I live with that too. You have to look at as uh, a meatball something that you put right on the tee at fifty miles an hour. Or is a ninety five mile an hour pitch in the shadows a meatball? I'm not saying I could hit it, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I could. Uh,
6: I'm
3: pretty sure that um you deserve everything that ever you know you ever attained. It just seemed to me that like, oh, it's Cal's last game. Let's give him a pitch that that we know he's gonna hit home run. It'll make a good Somebody story.
8: Strangle Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no no no. Uh,
3: but did, you look, if you knew <laughs> what pitch was coming
0: I'm trying to defend myself and yeah, work my no, way out. No, of this. No good. By the way, he's, he's not gonna sign your rookie card yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. way,
3: Nick. Oh yeah, and um, <laughs> and, um <do> <laughs> Jeff Schneider and Bob Bonner on the 1982 rookie card. Um, sorry, I mean, look, I know that you have a brilliant career, and, and I'm, I'm a fan, so I'm not trying to insult you. But it just seemed to me like what a great way to end your, your career and, and,
12: and at the last All-Star game that you ever played in. Well, it's very difficult to hit a home run by design in batting practice. If you right. watch the home sure. run derbies, and, oh, yeah. uh, maybe the, with the exception of Bobby Abreu, who hit about a, a million home runs. It's really hard to actually go out there and, and uh, by, call yourself to hit a home run. It's even harder when you're actually a, in the game. You're really calming yourself. And a 90, it was a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Do you remember who it was off of?
3: No, and I'm sorry. <laughs>
12: yeah. It was Chanho Park, and there was a communication issue. So I don't think he even realized it was my last game anyway. Okay. There you uh-huh. go. So
4: and, there. and just to put into perspective, uh, Nick sweats when he passes gas. Yeah. So that's his level of physical. <laughs> and when I ask really it. awkward yeah. questions yeah. to yeah, Hall yeah, of yeah, Fame yeah, baseball yeah. players.
5: <laughs>
12: well, you got that one under your belt. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there you go. And I, I think that, uh, and I played 19 All-Star games, not 17. Uh, there you go. Oh, really? Oh, can I, I help you? In some, in some of those years, it, it was all about the popularity of the vote, right? Yeah? Uh, it wasn't about who had the best first half. Well, season. if you were on the let's, ballot let's right bring now. the Pope making... in here,
4: so you can ask him if he's Jewish. <laughs>
12: <laughs>
0: Aren't you really Jewish? Oh man! Well, you know
5: what? Yeah. We got this
0: at uh, the, the seventeen. The stats from uh, from some stupid website. We, so. we got the consecutive games right. That's probably
4: though. my website. <laughs> it's actually a site called incorrectsportsfacts.com. Yeah.
0: How how amazing was it when those uh, when you were leading up to uh, you know breaking the record and they had the numbers up on the uh, on the, the warehouse and oh. all that? That must have just been oh. an, overwhelming.
12: Well. Uh, a lot of people ask me, what what is my best moments in baseball? And I qualify that in, in two ways. We won the World Series in 83. I caught the last out you know, yep. right right here in Philadelphia. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> that, was <awesome. laughs> that was a great memory. That was, really, no, was really
4: great memory. Well, now it's extra <laughs> special to you because you know you disappointed Nick. You know?
12: <laughs> and that feeling by far is the best feeling in sports because that's part of the kid's dream. You, know? right. you, know, you want to go on to win the World Series. and that, There's no more fulfilling feeling. and It's not even close. But the best human moment is that in 95 uh, when I was pushed out to make the lap around the ballpark. <sighs> and you started the 50,000 people were pouring out their love um, in my direction and then when you started shaking hands it became one-on-one and I started to recognize people that had been around the ballpark for 15, 16 years and it became a much, uh, a, a much more personal moment and dealing with the California Angels, the whole uh, the whole team, and all that kind of stuff. That was a really nice moment.
5: When you were approaching the uh, this uh, Lou Gehrig's record, when let's say you were five games away, would you walk down the stairs like one foot at a time? <laughs> you know, everything to make sure you you know fall down the stairs, twist an ankle, do something stupid that would uh, uh, you know obviously compromise. Wear a hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you wear pads and helmets everywhere?
12: <laughs> you know, uh, it's kind of funny. Is they examined every part of your life during that period of time? Mm-hmm. And uh, People Magazine actually had a really serious interview with my wife. And she said, okay, do you let him cut up his own food? (laughs) (laughs) And and don't don't you worry about him taking a shower, that he's going to slip in the shower and all this kind of stuff. But but they were really serious with that sort of thought. And uh, I never really gave it one thought. I never set out to break the record. I never played it easy. I never played it casual. Matter of fact, I thought that if you let up a little bit, that was when you get hurt. And whether you ran over a catcher, whether sometimes you were out there trying to defend your pitcher from a, a brawl, I didn't think about all those things where I'd miss a game. I played basketball really really hard in the off season because I loved the training aspect, I loved how it made my legs feel. But Aaron Boone blows out a knee and then uh, is uh, uh, moves from the New York Yankees, and that's when Alex Rodriguez ends up coming in. Those realities of your workout schedule, they're risks that you take all the time. Yeah. It just seems uh, to me, in my own mind, the better conditioned you are, the, the stronger you are than, than the more insulated you are against injury. So I never took it easy. I had a couple calls up here. Oh, I'm sorry oh, yeah, no, just, just
4: a quick question, talking about the, uh, how, how uh, the, the players interact with the fans and how you've been with, with your fans. Uh, throughout the years uh, you know we had locally just recently a thing with uh, alan iverson on the sixers not showing up for fan appreciation night mm. is it is it is it getting better is it is it getting worse do you see a room for an improvement uh
12: in in the interaction? You know, what I used to say to younger players at the end of my career was uh, give it a try because uh, until you see a kid's face light up and you see a meaning of the power just sign your name. And uh, I was a little bit shy in regards to uh, going into a room and kind of uh, introducing myself. The autograph used to always be a nice icebreaker. and And I always thought that the game is a great game, and uh, when, when you're down there competing against the other team, you're really focusing on what you do. But without the uh, excitement of people that care about the game, then, then you know, that's it. It, it, it wouldn't be anything. So right. I used to use the autograph as a bridge to kind of bring the fan down to the field. One more quick question, and uh, then you got to get going. But uh, uh, I had
0: a caller up that wanted to know if you were entertaining the idea of purchasing the Orioles. Is that something that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's being
12: rumored about these days? I, d- I did pretty well. My pockets aren't that deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I'd mean, love to. Have have an opportunity to be part of an ownership group from the baseball side, and uh, if uh, the owner of the Orioles, Mr. Angelos, if he does sell, you know, uh, I'd like to position myself to to sure. to, uh, to impact on the Orioles in the right yeah. way. Well, <laughs> Brent. Brent, our,
0: our good friend Brett Hamilton Yay. is here. He used to work with us at another radio station, and uh, we in in our in our old studios, on uh, Brett had his own little file cabinet, and on it, I remember was a picture of you with a little bubble that said "Cal says keep out." <laughs> and, or something like that, wasn't it,
6: Brett?
0: Something it was. like I Cal was, says, <laughs> yeah. "Stay away."
3: But I was there for—I had season tickets with my family all the way until they moved out of town. But I was there for the night you tied the record, the night you broke the record. Um, two people I wanted to meet with all the bands in my entire life that I've interviewed was Paul McCartney and you. So, <laughs> I had a chance to uh, hang out here and be a geek today. <laughs> uh, I just wanted my quick question was: How do you go to the store? How do you go to the mall? I grew up in Owings Mills, right down the street from you, actually. And my and my sister went to school with your daughter and stuff like that. And I know that that was kind of hands off, but we would see you out and stuff like that and it just seemed like you couldn't go to Wendy's you couldn't go pick up your dry cleaning does it is it to the point now where you can
12: Go anywhere? No. I mean, uh, <laughs> fortunately <laughs> enough, I, uh, my, uh, my Q rating is pretty good in most everywhere. I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. And, and But when you live in the area, it's my hometown. You get to go into the same places. The people get used to you. It's no big right. deal anymore. Um, I don't uh, really think that I live my life any differently. Sometimes, if you go to the movies and you know, you can anticipate certain things happening. So, it's, if you're going to go to the movies, it's better for you to wait till the previews are over, the lights are down, come and in, dunk in, and dunk in. in. And in. Sneak in. And then be the first one out again. Well, so now
4: you're known as the guy
0: that Nick McElwain is. uh, (laughs) You have a new moniker. Uh, By the way, if you want to meet Cal today, uh, he's going to be at uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, on Walnut, of course, and uh, doing the book signing. That'll be from 1230 to 230. So come and pick up the book. It's called Parenting Young Athletes, the Ripken Way. And uh, you'll do some autographs and uh, do the meet and greets and stuff while you're there.
12: Oh yeah, in the book tour... I always thought it was less about promoting a book and more about delivering a message. Mm-hmm. And the message here in this one is just to to uh, to open up your mind to how you deal with your kids in, in, in sports. That's a great message. I mean, yeah. I think it's very, it's very timely too. Well, yeah. What what we did too is uh, in the instructional book we had uh, clinic free clinics inside major stadiums, uh, right. And and we left money and equipment into each city we went into because we thought that was what we're we're doing. And this one we created these town hall meetings where we have fifty fifty parents in a school sort of auditorium and we engage in kind of sort of a, d- a debate and that's the real value to me is because opinions are good but when you start to share opinions and you get feedback you start to confirm or change your thought process and those sort of uh, town hall meetings have been very uh, very appropriate for me. You, cool. see, you save a lot
4: of angst and a lot yeah. of kids too by the, by this book
6: so.
5: I know you gotta go and, and you're pretty cool with signing autographs and we only have a couple hundred <laughs> things. That's,
12: that's, that's all. That cool? There's very few things in life that actually you, your endurance goes up as you get older. <laughs> (laughs) I think signing is one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All right, Cal, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, the book is called
0: uh, "Parenting Young Athletes: The Ripken Way." Today at Barnes and Noble, and that's on Walnut from twelve thirty to two thirty. Thanks so much for being here. It's my pleasure. Cal Ripken Jr., one and only. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We have a few more things to
1: get to, so stay where you are. Monday nights just got a lot louder. Join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for massive amounts of Metallica every Monday night starting at 9. From the monster hits to deeper album cuts spanning a Hall of Fame career, we're covering all the bases from one of rock's biggest bands. Check out WMMR.com for more from Metallica. Rock news, videos, and interviews with MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. The new and improved Metallica Mondays, 9 p.m. with Jackie Bam Bam. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: There was an incident that happened in the skies recently, Mm -hmm. and um, (laughs) it's pretty funny. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, what the guy is saying is not funny, but the fact that this guy got busted it, is funny. It absolutely speaks to
4: Preston in this day and age of forgetting to shut your phone off, right? yeah. forgetting to treat every microphone as if it's on, all of the technology that's around, forgetting that there's cameras everywhere, yeah. and just not taking into consideration
0: the people that might be listening to the conversation you're having. A Houston-based airline pilot has been suspended after his cockpit microphone became stuck, allowing an obscenity-laced rant <laughs> to be broadcast over hundreds of miles. Uh, air traffic controllers to Houston first alerted FAA supervisors on March 25th, and those supervisors followed a tape of the episode uh, to, or they forwarded it to the Southwest Airlines uh, people to take action against the pilot. Uh, the Southwest Airlines pilot, who is not identified, can be here talking to his co-pilot in the cockpit expressing frustration over the airline hiring so many flight attendants that he found to be unsuitable for dating. <laughs> he doesn't quite say it that way, but yeah. We'll hear it in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pilots Suitable in pilots within uh, Here's the dangerous part about it. Pilots that within certain altitude guidelines over that entire geographic area were unable to communicate with Houston Center air traffic controllers for the entire four minute duration because he was he taking left his it up yes exactly he was taking up the signal it's like oh, a wow. CB oh. when somebody's talking it's it's a one way yeah you know it's not a it's not two way it's not a party line yeah so anyhow he had uh, they were unable to communicate for the duration of his conversation since his headset microphone was stuck. Uh, Southwest Airlines responded by saying that the pilot was suspended without pay, but the airline would not say how long that suspension lasted. They also added that they don't charge for luggage. No.
5: I, I assume that there's no, like, giant light that they can see. Kind of like, like, an, like, on our, micro- yeah, like yeah. our
0: microphones that indicate. No, not, okay. that, not to the best of my knowledge. I don't know. Uh, but we do have the audio if you want to <laughs> hear it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. This obviously had to be edited. Yes. Because the guy curses. All right. Here we go. Indy, all four weeks,
13: and, uh, Chicago cruise, 11 out of 12, there's 12 flight attendants, individual, never the same flight attendant twice, 11 over the top homosexuals and a granny. 11! I mean, think of the odds of that. I thought I was in Chicago, which was party land, after that, it was just the continuous dream of gays and grannies and grandes.
0: Gays, grannies, and grandes. What's a grande? Uh, large women. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, so he's saying it's old ladies, fat ladies, and gay people. <laughs> and that's all that he's getting as far as a selection right. of women from the uh, uh, from the, um, the uh, Chicago area. flight attendants. <laughs> gays, <laughs> grannies, and grandes.
6: Yeah.
13: Well, I don't give a f- I hate 100% of their asses. So, months I went to the bar three times. In six months, three times. One with the granny and the and I wish I had gone. At the very end with two girls, one of them that was probably doable, but we ended up going to the uh, bar and then to the crew in St. Louis. And all
0: these two women wanted to do was one wanted to berate her sister and the other wanted to bitch about her husband. Now, this is going to the tower. Yes. And not only is the tower hearing this whole thing, but the other flights... Are hearing it. ...are hearing it as well. So they're listening in, <laughs> and can you imagine being a pilot in another in another plane? Oh, my God, listen to this guy. Listen to this And there's
4: this guy. nothing... No, there's no way... Yeah.
0: ...to let him know. No.
8: And I guess he's talking to the co-pilot?
0: He's talking to the co-pilot. That's right. That's exactly, exactly it. Here's some more. Literally, for three hours, me and the F.O., when
13: now it's done, 2.30 got back to my room. I'm like, why the...
0: <laughs> he was hoping to get some. Yeah. And oh, by I, the way, if you're on the left side of the plane, you're going to see the Rio Grande. <laughs> yeah, He and apparently he was just trying to fire on these chicks, and they had nothing to do with them. He's, <laughs> it was a waste of time for him. Yeah. One of them was married. He said all she, she was doing was bitching about, her, about her, her husband. That's right. All right, here's some more. I,
4: I, I, you know, this is the kind of You know this guy's dick because he's, he's, he's talking about He goes, I don't care. I hate
0: 100% of their asses. Right.
13: All right, here's some more. Okay, love uh transmitting. You watch what you're saying. All
0: right, so, so that's the tower. The tower. Uh, getting back to him saying... You, you, hello. You, hello. <laughs> yeah, and I guess this was after his, his mic must have clicked off at that yeah. point. I'm not sure. you saying
13: Friendly. But there's no voltage. You know what I mean? I still wouldn't want anyone to know if I had banged him. No, he's no. still talking. Oh. I wouldn't anyone to know is if prob- I had banged
4: him. Preston, this is probably
0: audio gotten from the tower right. All right let me go back it up a little bit so we can
13: go <laughs> watch what you're saying okay and... <laughs> love is, uh transmitting go watch what you're saying friendly, but no you know what i mean i still wouldn't want anyone to know if i had banked them.
6: so now i'm back in houston which is easily one of the ugliest bases
0: Tower, uh, bag-
4: need some assistance on a question. Should I be banging fat chicks or not? <laughs> Can you uh, get back to me with that? <laughs> so yeah, he- this is the tower. We think you probably should. It's a generous thing to do. Chuck would have to Roger that, tower. We will be banging fat chicks. Then. Thanks
8: for the input. <laughs> have a safe flight.
4: <laughs> have a safe flight. And uh, Coming on runway one. Uh, if you're uh, loaded up with fat chicks, make it runway two. <laughs> I mean, come on! Uh, and you know, it just seems like like you know he's he's too much of a dude. Yeah, we don't anticipate the the pilots are always like, hey, we know you could have had a number of choices to fly today. We're glad you flew with us. Make sure that some of the luggage might have shifted during landing. And oh, by the way, never bang a fat chick. <laughs> they hang on you like a sucker and they call it up like, feed me, Seymour. <laughs>
8: we'll see you next time. <laughs> uh, Bye.
4: Today, so it's like the choice you have when you're in the dating world Should I bang fat chicks or not and We're glad you chose us over the fat chick
0: <laughs> uh, But he he, uh, he mentions that that Houston He says uh, is easily the ugliest Ugliest base Jesus. Easily
4: hey, so, guys, At least
8: roll. you didn't say Philadelphia
4: <laughs> <laughs> Which is correct they As all just, proven by Travel
0: and Leisure magazine
8: They all just right. hate flying into here
0: Yeah uh, here I'll, I'll, I backed it up so you can hear him talking about being ugly again
13: Obviously. I mean, it's all these old dudes and grannies, and there's like maybe a handful of key chicks. Okay, someone's got a stuck mic and uh, <laughs> telling us all about their uh, <laughs> endeavors. We don't need to hear that. Uh, Houston, SkyWest, uh... Sky West, uh
0: Oh, now this is now. By this time, the mic's not stuck, and right. these are the other flights that are checking in, in. That,
13: that have been waiting
0: right. okay. for instructions, right. and they start checking in, and you can hear this. I so
4: I got three senior citizens bent over a table, right? And I got this vibrator that I ordered from uh, Sweden. This thing's not kicking in, and there I smell. There's a
13: whole bunch of crotch rock
4: going on. Hello, who's this? All
7: right, here we go. Uh,
13: Houston, uh, Skywest. Uh, 6285, we're 19.5 for t and that was not us. <laughs> <laughs> that,
6: that was nice. not oh, us. Good. <laughs> I love oui, that. We love Houston
13: <laughs> and the plump
6: women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
8: was not us. All right,
0: us. Let, me, let me back that up just a little bit more.
13: 5, we're 19.5 for and that was not us. <laughs> that was 6285, Houston Center. climbing, Wait, tank. was that
0: guy giggling yeah. a little bit from, yeah. the, from the tower? Hold on, let me go get it.
13: That was not us. Skylar 6285, Houston <laughs> Center, Roger, climate maintained, flight level uh, 360. Here's another And, one. and by
4: the way, in, this is all, this all back and forth is simply so that they can safely land hundreds of people
0: without That's all. crashing That's in it. midair. Yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. This is, uh, uh, this is another one checking in, I think.
13: 360, Skylar 6285, and it, it, they wonder why airline pilots have a bad grip. There you go. There you go.
0: So all the the person that uh, that was responsible for that little rant apparently got a uh, uh a suspension. We don't know how long and they're not identifying who the pilot was. Uh, oh,
4: I mean that's good for him. I would have loved to have seen the face once he realized yes. that he had given that entire diatribe over the uh over the
0: radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At that very moment right afterwards that he realized it. I just grabbed myself. <laughs> I was just have my own
4: urine and fecal matter. I just made a huge career-ending mistake, folks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to crash this into the side <laughs> of a mountain. <laughs> Flight's over,
0: yeah. y'all. Wow.
4: I'm sorry. Uh, you can consider yourselves collateral damage. I cannot face my loved ones, and uh, I must draw my life to an end right now.
0: You remember the, uh, the story, and speaking about uh, being over like a PA system, uh, this was maybe two years ago at uh, that Walmart in Jersey. Oh yeah. yeah, somebody picked it up and said that all black people had to <laughs> le- had to leave the store right now. I think it was was it Ra There, one of our friends. Was yeah. Oh, yeah, He was shopping. He was in the store when he heard it with his daughter.
4: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, hang on, let me go. Somebody to, hopped. Someone knew.
4: That's why they figured it had to be someone who, who might have worked there before. Because you need a code. You to, need to punch yeah. in a code to hit that general access.
0: Right. Let me go to uh, Colleen. Hey, Colleen, good morning.
10: Good morning, guys. You rock. Oh, oh, hi, Colleen.
0: Rock What's going on?
10: Well, I'm a nurse. And one day at the hospital, we were paging this one particular doctor who is a real jerk. And the uh, operators come on and they page his name. And then afterwards, instead of shutting down their mic, they just went on this long rant about this guy. And it's blasted through the whole hospital. And there's no way for us to get her to shut up except by calling a code blue oh. so that she will get off the mic and answer the other line. Co-
0: code blue operator. means somebody's heart stopped, right?
10: Exactly. Your yes.
4: yes. <laughs> Lord. So- was oh the doctor uh, being referred to uh, able to hear this rant as well?
10: Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh. absolutely. Uh. That was and that was the best part, because this guy was such a jerk yeah. that we all wanted to say it, but <laughs> never really could. So she gave it all out there for us, man. It was awesome.
0: All right. So, Colleen, <laughs> two things. Did she face any uh, uh, any repercussions from that? You
10: know what? Our uh, In our hospital system, our operators are not located at our particular hospital. They're in a base hospital downtown. Okay. So, you know, I'm not really sure whatever happened after that, but... Man, it was awesome. All right. And and
0: also, Colleen, did anybody hear how the doctor reacted to that?
10: Oh, oh, he was pissed.
0: Okay. Yeah, I would, I would imagine. Pissed. Yeah, good.
10: He was pissed. And that's it funny. was, like I said, it was just, it was poetic justice. I'll bet. Hey, you right?
0: guys, that's awesome. All right, thanks. We appreciate it. Here's a text that says, uh, I worked with a guy at Staples that would fart over the store <laughs> intercom all the time. <laughs> Man, that sounds awesome. Casey, that would have yeah. been you. That would have been you I had you had that. access to a... Uh... you think I could do that? Right.
8: Do it here. We have an intercom.
0: We do. Yeah. Do you think you
4: could on on demand? Um, no, no, it's no, no. no. I don't have that talent.
8: <laughs> you can call Chuck down to the studio.
0: <laughs> here right. here. we yeah. don't do it much here, but I think it, some of our older when we worked at Y100 we used to do all the time intercom stuff all the time. Well, you know what? Yeah. No,
8: they're, they're, they do use it here. It's just we can't hear it from our um, our right office. in the
0: studio, but
8: and in the office
0: when you do it here, you're right in our office. You can't when you do it here. Does it also do our sister stations? I don't no, think so. It doesn't. No, it's I think it just does. Is, is there thing. one? Full greater media
4: page that w- that would go to all of the stations at once. I don't know. I don't know because we have MGK, we have Ben. Marissa says that Fanatic. they Fanatic. that they
8: do all go. They go to all the stations.
4: Oh, oh really? really? So when you're looking, there to- is a general page. It'll go to every station.
9: Yeah, it'll go to all the offices of all the great. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. oh, there's Oh,
4: that's
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. really? Thank I you.
9: Pound 2 or something?
3: Yeah, Pound 2 is what does it. But I don't think Casey it works on that phone. I think you have to use one of the uh, phones that we have in our offices.
9: That's the one that Casey has right there. Oh, it is? Yeah,
0: it is. All right. Oh, oh he's just he's doing a page right now.
5: Paging all zones. <laughs> 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 I got a big load in my pants. Oh, are you, you serious? I don't know. Nobody's at work. Oh, the right office now. isn't open at
0: 7.30. <laughs> right. There's a couple of people that came in for work early who were. I bet this. you I know who's here. Wait, yeah. do it again. John here's. Fulham. John Fulham. <laughs> John Fulham. <laughs> the manager. The uh, Fulham, the group manager.
5: <laughs> Did you just say John
0: Fulham, Fulham wears a toupee? Yeah,
5: you guys are worried about what I said in the office. This went all over the world. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It
0: oh works. wait, here's Bill. <laughs> Bill Bird. Our people at work. Our sales. Manager, <laughs> he just came walking down the hall. Is it Wait. work? me, John Fulham,
4: heard
6: you. Right. <laughs> nice,
11: nice. <laughs> I love
4: it. Uh, I didn't know we had that power. Oh. And you know, why is it you just brought up a very good point?
6: Yeah.
4: Preston, it's the dumbest thing. We broadcast out over to thousands of people,
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: yet hearing yourself on a paging thing or a megaphone is like, oh, that's so cool.
5: I I drive a car, and I I get so excited when I'm in a golf cart. I know. (laughs) You know what?
12: That is a similar...
0: That is a that is a similar statement. You're <laughs> yeah. right. A few You're...
8: weeks ago, Casey and I both had appearances. I think it was at Acme, right? And, we're, yeah. oh, a, yeah. and we got to use the PA system in the grocery store. Yes. And, yeah. Attention was shoppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh,
4: attention shoppers. And our job is on the radio. <laughs>
5: attention
8: shoppers,
6: I spill on aisle four. <laughs> it works. Everybody can hear me. Uh, why
4: is that such a, uh, such a thrill? I don't know. When you're talking to hundreds of thousands of people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Let me go to uh, Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Good morning.
10: Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thank you. What's
0: going on, Rebecca?
10: Hey, I am an actor, and I was working on a show here in Philadelphia, and the very first time we had an audience, the stage manager at the top of the show had accidentally (laughs) left her microphone on that speaks out to the stage and the whole audience. And at the very beginning of the show, during the first scene, I was on stage with the lead, and we're like, I can hear something. And they were talking about the stage manager and soundboard operator in the booth were talking about how horrible the lead actress was. (laughs) That's (laughs) awesome. Going all over the audience, and everybody heard it. This chick
6: can't act.
0: I mean, who did she have to give a hummer to to get this (laughs) from? I mean, like, they couldn't be talking about something technical. No, they couldn't be. Right at that time when it
4: sticks, it's never going to be about, we really need some gaffy tape on that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's
6: it's something
0: oh, that's personal. Yeah, that ends up coming out. Wow, guess who got rid of the
4: baby? Oh, Jesus.
6: <laughs> oh
0: Thanks, Rebecca. Uh, we've been wired for sound a few times on uh, shoots and stuff like that. And oh yeah, you have to wear this uh, little lavalier mic, which is so light you don't even know it's there. It's right. clipped to your uh, to your clothing and uh, a battery pack, which is uh, clipped on your waist. And sometimes you just forget you have it on. But there's a guy somewhere listening, He's got headphones on, yep. He's listening to every single thing you're saying.
8: If I ever have to wear one of those, I was so trained to turn it off um, over at Channel 10 because I was in a different studio than the rest of them. So if it was on, everybody over at Channel Ten would hear. So I would always turn it off. So now if I ever have to wear one of those, I always turn it off, and I, I get, I'll get yelled at. Like what? keep to keep telling me keep it on. What about
6: at
3: Sixers games, Kathy? Because it's similar there. And when you were doing the in uh, arena host stuff, you yeah,
8: would... there was mine. Mine was set up um, so that only, only. I really
4: need some badges. <laughs> <laughs> I'm baking bagels down here. This is bad news. <laughs> What? No, they had
8: to, they had to turn me on. So oh, it was right. kind of, I was for the most part until it was my you know until I was up to to speak. I was off.
0: What are you doing?
5: Well, I'm just you know how our sales staff never listens to the show and they always <laughs> ask us what we said. Well, I have just put the receiver of the phone in my ear, so now that they can hear the show because it's playing headphones. at their desk.
0: <laughs> so, so so right now it's working. Right? This is being broadcast or not broadcast? Really? It's just being. Played over the PA. Do you know
4: the stupid thing is? I want to go out to the sales yeah. area to hear what we sound like over <laughs> the intercom. <know>. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I do
0: too. Yeah. Just take all a, right. I'm going to
4: go. Just take a
0: right, little Nick, go out there, there. and uh, then call us, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I want to see if yeah, you. can are going to get in <laughs> Nick. Testing one, two, three. Can you hear me? Can you hear us? Wait. Yes, he's giving us a thumbs up. That's good. Okay. I
5: wonder how that sounds. All
0: right. Hold on. Let me go to <laughs> call us, <laughs> Nick. I'm going to go to a phone call here. Before we get to Nick, let me go to John. Hey, John. How you doing?
11: Good. How you guys doing?
0: Good. What's up, John?
11: Uh, about five, six years ago, a buddy of mine made a cassette tape of a woman having an orgasm. Yeah. And he had it set up so it was about 10, 15 seconds and nothing, and then the audio kicked in. Okay. He went to a Best Buy, plugged it in one of the stereos and no. turned the volume up all the way. Oh, my God. I ran back oh my. and he has video of all these blue shirts running to the audio center. <laughs> That's awesome.
6: John, on. you
4: need to send it to us.
0: Yes. That is a brilliant, brilliant idea. idea find it. And you um, could do it with a CD now, because yes. they probably don't have the cassette players. You 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 the, just build in a lag time to
4: give you time to get away from the blast zone. And you just crank up the system and walk
0: away. <laughs> that is a great idea. Since we are on the PA here in our office right In now, everyone's office. In everyone's office. Why don't you play an orgasm sound like no, that? No, you're it going out. to get
8: us in trouble. See if
0: we could uh, maybe kind ah!
8: of. <laughs>
0: This is in John Phone's office. <laughs> All right, let me call. <laughs>
13: let me... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hang on, let me go to Nick and, uh, Hey, Nick, are you there?
13: Hey, first time in a long time.
0: Hey! Oh, hey. 110%. <laughs> What's up, man? This
3: is so weird. So I can hear you guys in, on hold, and then I can hear you guys on the intercom, and then I heard the orgasm guy in the intercom, and apparently it's going to every office, including like the fanatic. And, <laughs>
8: oh, yeah. Yeah, other people are trying to do a show, too. <laughs> yeah, All right.
3: So, so oh, not the, in the studios. I think the salespeople in the other stations are starting to get pissed. <laughs>
0: right, yeah, yeah. Here's uh, Mario from uh, Ben <laughs> FM just came down the hall, our sister station. and uh, Mario's does,
5: the only one who actually shows up before. He's supposed to be here. Don't I don't campy. think anybody
0: has to be here till 30 See, so. hey, by the way, why does right, it I'm go, hanging up everybody? Why does it okay. go to every station? uh Because they you might need to uh, they might need to page somebody. Sometimes the the calls filter in downstairs in MGK. They come to the main office, yeah. Or they might go to uh, they might need somebody in MMR or in at any one of our stations. So they need to say, hey, so and so has a call. Or I don't know. Can man. I tell you something? What? I still don't know how to use our phones. No. I don't either. I just accidentally
4: figured out how to conference a call yesterday. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, you ever minute. do
4: that where you think you've clicked someone off? Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> They're still there. Uh, let me go to. We got a number of calls. We got to, actually. We got to wrap this up in just a second. Let me go to Rick here. Hey Rick, how you doing?
11: Yo Rick. Yo Rick. <laughs> Yo Rick. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, hey. man. Rock What's up, buddy? And roll. God, uh, I'm in the military and. Uh, Whenever you're stationed overseas, they have uh, what's called AFN, the Armed Forces Network, and basically yes, yes, yes. work to you know blast all the local or all the national shows across uh, you know for, as it are overseas. Yep, um, including stuff like Good Morning America, all the national news. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you ever watch the national news, there's a part where they they give like a, a one minute break for them to go to local news. Well, in that in that time frame, there's no local news from the to play because. it's Cause it's a blend of everybody uh, from across the states overseas, so it'll be a blend, so they're not going to just focus on one local area. Sure. So, in that time frame, they just leave the local or the national news on radio or uh, their mics open. Right. So will just go to, a, like, a blank screen and leave the radio on. And so you hear people like Al Roper or whatever just shooting the breeze with the crowd and whatnot um, or talking to the cameraman saying, like, ah, I got to get a new job. I don't like this anymore. Do you so, hear curses? Uh, you, you won't hear curses cuz i'm sure the, F- or, uh, the fcc the will regulate that one a little more yeah, and
4: uh, that used to like be a big sell for when, when uh, the dish when uh, dish te- you know the satellite dish stuff first came out they used to they used to just run the feed uninterrupted oh, right and you would see like you know the anchor man sitting there checking his mic and all that stuff right and that was a big thing in this day and age you're a dirty little hooker yeah you're a dirty little hooker,
6: yeah <laughs> when when you have stuff like that that's
4: legitimately happened right.
0: it's not such a big thrill to see al roker you know yeah as we wrap this up, should I play just a little bit more of all that audio? Oh, yeah, I'll please. The pilot. Okay, uh transmitting, go watch what you're saying. Now. All right, hold on. Let me back it up. <laughs> I, uh, I think
4: that yeah, that's a good good alert, but the guy couldn't hear it. Yeah.
13: Oh, I don't give a f- <laughs> I hate hundred percent of their ass. So, six months. I went to the bar three times.
4: It's six months. By the way, times. great admission to, to for a, a pilot to tell you how frequently he's going to the bar. Yeah. He only went three
0: times in six months. Yeah. Still, so still. One with the
13: granny and the and I wish I had gone. At the very end with two girls, one of them that was probably doable, but we ended up going to the uh, bar and then to the crew in St. Louis, and all these two women wanted to do was one wanted to berate her sister and the other wanted to bitch about her husband. Literally, for three hours, me and the FO, when that was done, 2.30 got back to my room, I'm like, why the I I am not going to get any trim tonight.
0: (laughs) Nope. No, sir. Wow. All right. Well, be careful. If you have a microphone in your possession uh, and you use it at work, make sure it's off before you have uh, any kind of conversation outside of what is considered business. We got a break. We'll come back in a moment. Stay right there. Stream Double. anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer Jewelers is now offering financing online with interest-free options available for a limited time. Get pre-qualified in seconds. Learn more at IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Steven Singer is there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com
1: back with more of the preston and steve show podcast
10: now bizarre.
1: wmmr presents bizarre. preston and steve's bizarre. Bizarre file.
10: and the bizarre file today is brought to you by armor metals and recycling your trusted recycling partner
0: prospective drug dealers please take notes when setting up a score It's a bad idea to bring along a couple of young children and a loaded shotgun. Oh, I'd agree with that. A drug deal down in the parking lot of a pharmacy earlier this month was interrupted by a terrific blast when children brought to the deal, brought to the deal by their mother and left in the back seat of a minivan, got a hold of the firearm. What did I tell you? A three-year-old pulled the trigger on the shotgun. The discharge went into the roof of the vehicle, and no one was hurt. But a passerby heard the gunshot and called police. An officer found two uncooperative. Don't they have safety locks for those? They uh, found two uncooperative adults and learned that a third had fled. The three adults were arrested. And the State Department of Family and Children's Services is investigating the Un- incident. Unbelievable. You can imagine. Uh, this is going out with style right here, folks. A veteran skydiver left a suicide note before intentionally freeing himself from his parachute in midair wow. and plunged to his death over an upstate New York farm. Wow. Robert Racky, was 60 years old, unbuckled the chute after leaping from a plane at about 8,000 feet on Sunday... Ah! His body was found in a field about 35 n- miles north of Albany. You got to figure that all that time
4: jumping, it always goes to your mind. I wonder what it would be like if I went all the way down. Yeah. Well, yeah. they got to
0: find out. He did. Uh, neither the note nor a subsequent investigation explain why he killed himself, but he did it on purpose, took the shoot off in mid flight, and there you go. A woman in West Virginia who stole a hearse from a funeral home also ended up stealing a dead body in the back of the car. <gasps> oh, <Whoops. no. laughs> Angela DeHart allegedly jumped into the hearse after the driver left the car running outside of a funeral home on Tuesday. And there's Mrs. DeHart. According to police, she drove home where authorities later found the car and the body. The 23-year-old faces charges of grand larceny and displacement of a body. Wow. A young woman on a big horse charged out of the pack of grizz of a grizzly bear, uh, I'm sorry, charged out of the pack of grizzly bear stories this summer near Glacier National Park. And a cloud of dust, 25-year-old wrangle- Wrangler likely saved a boy's life while demonstrating that skill, quick thinking, and guts sometimes are the best weapons against a head-on charging bear. And
4: bears can run very fast.
0: Aaron Bolster of Swan Mountain Outfitters was guiding eight clients on a horse ride. The group included a family of six plus a vacationing Illinois man who booked the trip with his 8-year-old son for his first horse riding experience.
1: This looks
0: nummy. Uh, the young boy was riding Scout. That was his horse, following directly behind uh, Ballster, who was uh, leading the group on a horse named Tonk, a very large horse, about 18 hands high. Uh, she said, we came around a corner on a trail, and my horse stopped firm and wouldn't move. He never refuses to go, so that caught my attention quick, but not fast enough to avoid the white-tailed deer that burst out of the bush and glanced off of Tonk's left front shoulder. As Tonk spun from the impact, Bolster saw a huge grizzly bear crashing through the forest right at the group in pursuit of the deer. The horses panicked. All of them took off. Uh, and the one that the little boy was on, Scout, went off on his own. Well, the bear picked up on that and started chasing after the boy on the horse. Jesus. Uh, With the bear on Scout's heels, uh, Tonk's instinct was to flee with the group of horses, but Tonk responded to the woman, Bolster. Uh, She put her heels in his ribs and spun him around. Uh, She said, I bent down, screamed and yelled, but the bear was growling and snarling and staying very focused on Scout. She said, I had to get uh, Tonk to square off and face the bear. We had to get the bear to acknowledge us, and we did. We got his attention. attention, and then the bear charged at her. Whoa. So she charged at the bear. I mean, she's leading a horse against
4: its natural instinct to charge a grizzly bear.
0: The bear came within about uh, 10 feet before it skittered off to the side, but it quickly angled and made another stab at getting to the boy who had fallen off of the horse onto the ground. Oh, boy. Uh, she said Tonk and I had to go at the bear a third time before we finally phased him away. Uh, the boy had landed in some uh, bear grass and was okay. Uh, she gathered the boy up on Tonk, grabbed Scout's lead, and then trotted back down the trail. Wow. Met up with the other horses. I mean, this woman was a, that's a cowboy move right there. Absolutely. Yeah. Saving this kid. You know, a
4: grizzly wow. had a full clip come on oh. like 30 miles an hour. Wow. Pretty Man. amazing. Yeah, Horses are awesome,
0: too. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and then finally, we'll end with another animal story. And I have to. In walk. this one, the bear wins. I have to walk gingerly. Okay. Uh, uh, an American uh-huh. man has written a book about a first-hand account. Now we all love dolphins, right? Oh, yes, do we ever? Malcolm Brenner had a friendlier relationship with than most. In 1970, the photographer embarked on a nine-month sexual relationship with Ruby, a captive <laughs> female dolphin. Oh my God! And he has now written a book about the experience called Wet Goddess. Uh, Mr. This guy needs to be killed uh, Mr. Brenner spoke to Nightline Is that them doing it? Uh-huh. Who's they, your porpoise? Who's your porpoise? They had a transcript of the conversation It went like this The, the interviewer says How did this whole thing uh, start?
4: We met he, in a bar He said uh, I was in at a convention
0: He said uh, She began raking her teeth Lightly against my arms and legs No teeth, no teeth Which was <laughs> indescribably erotic Some might find it frightening I found it erotic Uh, And the interviewer asked, in your book, you talk about how that led on to you two having relations. A lot of people would say that's wrong. What's right in your mind about what you did? He said, what was right with it is that the dolphin initiated the whole thing.
13: (laughs) That's the best part.
0: Uh, So the dolphin started. The dolphin was hitting on him. Well, he's just very attractive. uh, As I mentioned, she was in isolation. She had been using me to satisfy her needs. So exactly how were they consummating this? I don't know. Was he uh, violating the blowhole? No, he was... Doing it. Doing it in the right spot. In the right spot. Yeah. Uh, The relationship lasted nine months.
4: I thought maybe the the dolphin would save that for the boyfriend, but the blowhole was up for grabs. Uh,
0: When Mr. Brenner went to college, Ruby passed away, possibly due to... ...a broken heart. He said, I'd warn anyone who is in a relationship with a dolphin, you have to plan an exit strategy. (laughs) We're looking at a video of a dolphin (laughs) humping a person.
8: It's really funny. (laughs) Wow.
0: Dude, and they can kill you. Yes, they can. I mean, they're huge. Uh Mr. Brenner's book, Wet Goddess, is currently rated number five out of f- five stars out of five on Amazon.com. Are they
4: raising the children as Catholics? Uh, they didn't have any kids.
8: Uh this idiot says that it's a typical Romeo Juliet story. Oh, course. Course. it is yeah. Yeah. Oh,
4: typical. typical. Yeah, of course. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs> Except Juliet is four hundred pounds. A lot of people
4: don't realize that in the original text of Romeo and Juliet, Juliet was a dolphin.
0: <laughs> and uh that is, that is what I have in the uh, bizarre file for you, my friend. People are effed up. Yes, they are. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay there.
10: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Hey, it's
11: Marcus. Cancer won't stop, and neither will we. Join myself and Team WMMR on Sunday, August 9th for the 48th annual ACS Bikeathon. This year we're going virtual. The pedal power to finish the ride against cancer may look different, but the mission remains the same. Each Team WMMR rider gets a free team t shirt, registration, and complete details at WMMR.com. And check out our custom Team WMMR app- Apparel providers, Bolle and Go Cycling, two WMMR and the ACS Bikeathon, virtually unstoppable.
10: The ACS Bikeathon, another way, 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first.
0: We are going to welcome back uh, a good friend of the of the show. We had him in last time because there was a whole other side of him that we were not aware of and it involves uh erotic poetry and right. erotica uh, verse on on stage. Think of a think of a, what if
4: you found out that that uh, Mr. Green Jeans <laughs> From uh, the Captain Kangaroo show
0: was actually a good friend of Ron Jeremy's. Then that's that's the it. kind that's, of amazement that you would have.
4: That that's we were as shocked as we were
0: that when we found out about him. And um, we have a, a a jingle, really, to play. Have you heard this? Right? I just heard a little bit of it. This, yeah. Who did this case? This is uh, this is intern Chris Farley. Intern Chris or Jake. Farley. Jake uh, took it upon himself. We didn't even ask for this, and uh, and we have a jingle. You ready? Yeah. Right,
6: here it. we go
14: for some more Ear Penetration with
11: Preston and Steve's Erotic Poetry.
13: And now, the man of the segment is an engineer. He loves freckles, and he wants to put his poems in you.
7: Ooh, Lou it's the just, engineer Lou how are you man oh great thank you it's yeah. great to be back yeah. i thought i, I thought only I had 15 minutes of fame no uh, you no.
4: are you're going to be good 20 now <laughs> yeah we're going we're going to keep it rolling by the way we saw a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of this
3: video of you, it was, uh, where'd you get this, Nick? Uh, Marissa sent it. She is on YouTube, and I guess some of the poetry that Lou uh, does and and some of your other fellow uh, poets will uh, be recorded at the places where you guys go, and you put them up on YouTube and share them and then do whatever perverted stuff
0: you guys do after. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. This wasn't really poetry. It was more just spoken yeah. more, just uh, You were no. sharing a story, right? The stories. Yeah, and uh, and it was you on, you went on three separate cruises
7: in a row. Yes. Three weeks. Yes. And you had saved up all your vacation, took it all in one shot, right? That's right. That was to make a break between my past married life and my new life. Right?
4: So you you were basically a caged animal, ready to go. Yeah,
7: that's right.
5: Okay.
4: <laughs> that's
7: right. It was You look so comfortable right. up on
4: stage, though, Lou. Like,
7: and yeah. you really looked like you you were
3: in your element. No, you are clearly. Yeah, You're a very story. comfortable.
7: Yeah, I enjoy it very much. Um, does does performing come
4: naturally to you?
7: you know? Well, uh, that, that's a story in itself, but. Uh, Yes, somebody uh, actually advised me, you know, I should get back into entertainment after my music career, and uh, this is what I chose. You might
4: know Louis Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Lou, uh, Lou managed to uh, to really wow us last time he was here. Just a, a short little bit of, uh, of poetry. Did we got the freckles line from mm-hmm. him? Uh, last I love time, freckles. Last time he was here, <laughs> and uh, Lou, you, you have uh, you have something that you are going uh, to to uh, read for us now. Sure, I. Uh, Does it hope- have a title or just?
4: In-
7: I I hope it's not disappointing because it's not erotica. It's, That's okay. It's sensual.
4: Well, no, no, that's that's good it's too. Okay. Okay. Like sensual too. Uh, now, I think the last one you did for us, the LF freckles, was that part of a, a quatrain or was that?
7: Uh... Yeah, just a, a, a pseudo. It was uh, a haiku, right? A haiku. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? In what form is this one? This is kind of free verse. Okay, free verse. And it's called. Uh, you want it now? Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, got uh, addicted on my vacations on the the ships to the hot tub. Ooh, the hot okay. tub. Okay, all right. And this is ode to a hot tub. <laughs> ode to a hot tub. Do you have it? Oh, well, I'll do, do, you want, it do you want a different but...
4: kind of music? Do you want? Do you, do you want? Uh... Do you have? Do you have Lawrence Welk?
7: Lawrence, Lawrence Welk, his theme song. No, okay. I That's, wish we have, have "Closer" by
4: Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? Now Pierre's got it. We'll, we'll get it for you. Right. <laughs> I should Pierre,
7: have what? prepared you ahead of time. Wait. Okay. All right, well, uh, hang no,
0: on. no, you want Lawrence Welk?
7: We get you. We'll get you, Lawrence Welk.
0: <laughs> by the way, so so we can uh, reestablish your background while we're while we're getting that music.
7: Um, uh, how old are you, by the way, Lou? I'm seventy now. Seventy, 70
0: looks old. like he's.
4: 15, 20 years younger than that. Yeah, yeah. easily. Well, and a
7: guy at the gym the other day was complaining about his knees. He says, you look younger and wiser. Why do my knees no, no longer work? And I said, well, how old are you? He said, 56. Wow.
4: <laughs> you know why wow. you, you're, you're, you're holding up so well? Because uh, because you're basically ironing yourself every time you get in
7: the hot tub. <laughs> That's
4: right. <laughs> um <laughs> All the wrinkles come out. You
0: you're, you're like, It's like going a human dry cleaner. That's true. And and uh, when did your when did your marriage end? How long ago was that? Uh,
7: the divorce came through uh, March 10th, and at March 11th, I was up on E wow. wow! Real quick. Wow. That's another story. And how how long had how long had you been I married? ended up killing a man? Uh, yeah. April 12th, it was 30 years. Thirty Whoa. years. That's why. At, at, at
4: uh, you know, your your yeah. life is starting anew. It seems you're embracing it. But it was. Did you go for? Uh, was there even a little bit of time where you're like, oh man, I don't know if I want to get back out and do this? Or you just said, okay,
7: I'm committing. Well, I'm on, changing. On the first cruise, I wasn't looking for anybody. Right. The very first night, one dropped right into my lap. Literally. No, almost literally. <laughs> Here, back up. Were you on the
3: cruise by yourself?
7: Yeah, it was a singles cruise. I was on with a group of about a hundred people. How how long before you're playing nude shuffleboard? <laughs>
4: not quite that. No, okay, I, all right. Not quite. And I admi- you- I admire that. That I think I think that'd be tough for
0: anybody, especially after three decades of a relationship to to go yeah. try something and, new. And Lou at 70, what age range are you looking at for 15 15? to 18 female, <laughs> female companionship?
7: Well, they're coming in at about the rate of 10 a day. <laughs> wow. And they're coming in at about from 75 to 55.
0: So okay, 75 to 55 is about that age range. Okay.
7: Wow. Um,
5: so you're tossing the 75-year-olds and focusing on the 55?
7: Uh trying to, yeah. I th- <laughs>
4: I think you should shoot for the 55 because you 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 carry yourself
7: in a much younger way. Yeah. I, I think well, I, you know what I'm shooting for. What? Uh, not only a woman that I like, but one that has a house free and clear. Okay, okay. all right, all right. None Someone to bag. pay your bills. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I'll pay your bills. <laughs> all right. Do we have the music yet? There we go. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, this... don't hold, hold, on. On. hold, hold on. it. Lou's got this all worked out. What do you want? give you. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ready? Ode to a hot tub. Turn on the bubble machine. Wait, oh, no. okay, sorry. Right, He's gesturing. I want to it. You'll point yeah, when you point. Point, when point, point to me when you want it. Okay, right. here we go. <laughs> Would a hot tub by any other name, jacuzzi, whirlpool, be less like a volcano beneath me? Or something from a witch's cra- cave, double, double toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble? If you breathe right, if you hold the air in your lungs most of the time... You can float free, not like in a sensory deprivation tank, but on a battleground of bubbles, bubbles of howitzer size, hands over the bubble streams to correct yaw, pitch, and roll. A full-body massage, better than Kim the masseuse, better than Antoine the masseur, better than hot rocks and oil, better than mud packs, Better than the Romans with their baths and hot springs. They did have Vesuvius, but Pompeii people found out you could not get into that. (laughs) A steam room? Old school. I cannot breathe in there. A sauna? A good place to dry off after your shower. The hot tub is not about you and me. There is no room for anyone else when I am stretched out, full up to my neck in water, the temperature of a killing fever that brings the blood to the surface, heals all aches and pains. There's a stage direction here. It says, "Pause for fifteen minutes."
6: <laughs>
7: <laughs> minutes. Oh, the music.
6: <laughs>
4: We're not going to do the full 15 minutes. Already.
7: Okay, that's about as much of that as I can stand. I better get out before I cook like the frog in the pot where they keep turning up the heat. Turn off the bubble machine. <laughs>
6: that was
7: wow.
0: cryptic
4: and disgusting and everything <laughs> I wanted in a poem. <laughs> awesome. Lou. Uh. Lou, let me ask you, I mean, like, uh, not to get too personal, but if one were to visit your uh, your home and go up to your bedroom, is there, is there a bunch of stuff we wouldn't know what it was?
7: No. Like machines think. and stuff? <laughs> things? But a friend I met on eHarmony has a jacuzzi. Really? Now, I assume, I assume
4: you've gotten intimate in a jacuzzi, correct?
7: Not yet. You didn't really? fill it up first time I was there.
4: Okay, that kind of to feast purpose.
7: You're basically sitting in a kettle at that point. I do hear it's
4: overrated, though. Sex in a, in a jacuzzi, yeah, and then in, in a pool as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not comfortable. It no, gets uh... it gets
4: rid of things that you need to make it uh, more. Slippery, legible. slippery, mm, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'll let you guys talk on. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's great, though? In Bed, Bath & Beyond. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I, I have this instant message. This is a great idea. Uh, to the Phillies Hottest, Yeah, we should add to the prize a poem written for them by Lou.
7: Could you do oh, that, Lou?
0: I'll try.
4: Yeah. Okay. You
7: know, you can't just force poems.
0: <laughs> no, I know that.
7: This one just... We can't commission you? Dropped in my lap, yeah. You know, even Maya Angela was commissioned. yeah. You gotcha. got time. Send me pictures. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> sure,
4: put up the picture. Put up the picture of
7: our of our winner, Kettering. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Think you right could right you work with that, Lou? You think you can work Probably. With that? Yeah. <laughs> All
4: right. I would call it ass with pockets on it. <laughs> yeah.
6: Right.
8: You can title the poem. I'll title
0: the poems for you. Right. Ass right. with pockets on it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our engineer, Lou. <laughs> yes.
8: Noise, nice!
0: as he has given us another poetry. All right. Another poem, I should say. Hey, that was good. And and we were screwing up the musical cues. We didn't know. Yeah, I I didn't know. We'll work it out next time. All right, well, listen, we're going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. Stay where you are.
1: The President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: I think we're going to have to start off with a clip. Yeah, we have to. Uh, from our our next guest, and I'll I'll play this and then uh, do the introduction. But I, I love this. And th- was this edited? I hope. <laughs> we'll we're going to find out. All yeah, right, here we go. You
14: know, Andy, I've been thinking about your problem. I think I might have a solution for you. Hmm. You ever heard of the term, buddy? <laughs> it's what? It's a special
0: friend. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't heard that term. Hey, it's uh, Jane Lynch. <laughs> How are you, Jane? I'm
14: great. Thank you for having Our me. Our pleasure. <laughs> I,
0: I think that you are hands down the funniest actress out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
14: thank you so much. You're no, so sweet. Is, are you
4: serious? You're, you're, uh, you're just a, a clinic in, in how to do dry comedic acting, and, and, and you hold your own against real heavy... I mean, Steve Carell... And uh, when, Eugene when we, we, Levy, yeah, when, and, and all, all the uh, the Christopher Guest players, it's yeah. it's always just great to watch you work because oh, thank you. you go to that. You, there's that fine line, you know, where where it, it where it goes, it becomes absurd. Yes, and and you just stay right on the rim there, and it's just hilarious always
14: yeah. on the edge of ridiculous, Red, so. of ridiculous, yes, right. yeah.
4: But yeah. just enough to be feasible. We are saying,
14: good, oh, good. Oh my good.
5: God, uh, just your on camera uh, testimonials and best in show, <laughs> where it, it was, you know, <laughs> we both like soup. Yeah,
14: I, which <laughs> I think was your line. That no, wasn't well, that was Jennifer Coolidge. No. Yeah. That's okay. But uh, did you spend time in Philadelphia for that movie? No, we didn't. No. We shot it in Vancouver. Yeah.
4: You know, Philadelphia just sort of claims that as well. Uh, you yeah, should yeah, because yeah. it
14: takes place in your right. First so
4: city. regardless,
0: there I, should be a statue of you on the uh, art.
14: Arne- <laughs> right, right next right, to Rocky. Right next to Rocky. Yeah,
0: Jane, we're probably gonna sit here and just quote you the whole time. Oh, please do. <laughs> but that, the, the part where she's talking about you know putting the makeup on her and you're like, I looked freakish. <laughs> you're just gonna have to yeah, let
3: this one go. You're just gonna have to let that
6: go.
3: It was on last night and. I'm like, uh, I, I watch it every time it comes on. It's such a great movie.
14: Jennifer said to Chris when we were shooting that, can't we, you know, shoot us, me putting the makeup on Jane? And he said, no, all you have to do is suggest it. And that's enough. Yeah.
4: Uh, he, he was right. It, it had to be a blast to work because Jennifer Coolidge is also fantastic. She's great. That you know, it was our
14: first Christopher Guest movie. And we were both very, 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 very nervous. And um, we, we, you know, kind of were, we bonded and we hung out together. And, uh, but for both of us, we both thought that we did horrible jobs. And basically it- when you do those movies, they shoot and shoot and shoot, and so if you feel terrible about something, they're going to edit something together to make you look brilliant. Is it it nerve-wracking, though? It was at first, yeah. Now I I get the drill. I know what it is, and I know that if I don't feel good about it, they'll put it together and make it look good.
4: For screen time, how much, for for, for an uh, an average exchange in that movie or any of the Christopher Guest movies, which predominantly are are improv based on a suggestion of the scene, correct? Right, exactly. How much is shot, you know, the ratio to what shot to what ends up on
14: screen? Uh, 10% ends up on screen. Really? He shoots and shoots and shoots. Um, You're improvising, you're improvising and you're feeling like you've got nothing left to say and you hear the whir of the camera that it's still going, still going, you got to keep going. So they're long, 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 long takes. And then they'll say, can you do that again? And he moves the camera.
4: And I assume, it was, was it a fairly
14: similar situation with 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yeah, uh, the 40-Year-Old Virgin, we had a script that wasn't very good and they kind of knew it wasn't. My agents told me, oh, don't take this, this is terrible. And um, I said, I think I know what they're going to do. So um, yeah, basically we, we all showed up every day and Judd Apatow, our director, would say, you get in there and, you know, make me laugh. You get in there and make me laugh. So so basically, that's cool. We threw the wow, script really away. Cool. That's great. Yeah, we well, improvise that every
0: day. And the thing about the the Christopher Guest films, and it started with me for uh, with uh, um, Waiting for Guffman. Uh, yeah, by, bypassing Spinal Tap, which is its own creature, but yeah. uh, but Waiting for Guffman, which you're not in though. But it, the same thing had happened uh, with each one of those films. Is the first time I saw it, I'm like, this is kind of weird. This is I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what this is, but the more you see it, the more it becomes just. Uh, Hilarious!
4: You
14: can keep watching Guffman, yes. and it, it's more hilarious than the last time you watched yeah. it. Do you yeah.
4: know, you know what makes it so is because mm. while there is a a, a, a gentle land. Lampooning of these characters. There's also a, a genuine affinity. For yeah, them. and there's heart in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't which, think they're cool, anybody. But it's it's great.
14: Yeah, and I think when Christopher Guest is absolutely his best when these movies are their best is when you have kind of a small subculture, kind of a, um, you know, a, a group of people who within their own kind yeah. of their minority, and they're reaching for the the big prize. You know? Yeah. Like it, it, we want to go to Broadway. We want to win Best in Show. We want to be the best folk group. We want to win an Academy Award. I think that's what makes it so. It's the striving.
4: Your turn as a as a Mary Mary Hart, kind of entertainment right. reporter, in uh, for your consideration, was 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 great as well. Uh, do you, do you ever get um, do you ever get a response back from somebody that you might sort of casually be lampooning when you when you do these? I
14: did hear Mary Hart wasn't a fan of it. I think, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, really? and actually, for me, it was a tribute to her. I thought she's the classiest of all. Yeah, her, but, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I heard she didn't care for it that uh, much. She, she
4: needs to lighten up a
8: bit. You yeah. know.
5: Oh, sorry. Uh, No, no, no. It's you. A
8: little more obscure, but um, a show that made me laugh out loud. And I don't even. What was your character in uh, Help Me Help You, the TV show? Oh, uh... right.
14: Yeah, I was the therapist. This is Ted Danson's show that was canceled after about ten episodes. It was really good, though. It made that. I laughed. We had group. Group. We were all therapists in a group having therapy, um, and we had different people every week. I was in it pretty constantly, but we had like Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen. It was really fun. You, what, you what, was your, a, what
8: was your problem in that?
14: Um, what was my? I think I was just very dry. Okay, all right. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I was sleeping with Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah. yes. All right, yeah. that's what I the thought. Family that's what guy. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The yeah. family guy. Okay, yeah. a really all right. funny <laughs> guy. You yes. were a therapist. On that was my problem. Two yes. and a half men as well. Yeah, yeah. I play a lot of, therapist. you, you play and a lot of therapists in Boston. Legal too. I play a sexual therapist in Boston. Right,
4: right. Well, you can do that clinical sort of thing very well. It's remarkable how many movies you're in that are
3: like my favorite movies of all time, though, because you had a small role in The Fugitive. Yeah. Um, but but I've I've watched that movie a million times and then didn't watch it for a couple of years and then watched Best in Show and, and all the guest movies and then I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, it's the same actress. Um, was that your first, I guess, big movie? Fugitive? Fugitive? Yeah.
14: yeah, I was still living in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. I was still living there and um, that movie came into town and we were all hoping to get a part in it and <laughs> I got lucky enough to get one. Now, now
4: the, 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 like yeah. I, I I think of people who can pull off great dramatic acting and great comedic acting. I, I think of people like Jack Lemon. Yeah. Is, do you think if you have a great comedic sense, you can be, because I've ever heard, you know, comedy is hard. Yeah. I think that yeah, if you're going to be a great you? actor, yeah. period,
14: like um, you look at our greatest actors, Meryl Streep, Al Pacino, they can all make fun of themselves, right. Robert De Niro, they can all do comedy. And
4: Meryl um, Streep is your personal favorite, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I you worked did. with her on a lemony... Uh, Snicket's. Snickety. and yeah. I just
14: did um, the movie Julie Julia. Uh, about Julia Child. Oh, you're, oh. Meryl oh, you're in there. Plays, her, uh, plays Meryl Child. Uh, plays Meryl Child. Plays Julia Child. And I play her sister.
4: Oh, that's great.
5: So How
14: about I, that? Got to share the screen with Meryl and Stanley Tucci wow. as well.
5: Who's very a cool actor. Yeah. I want to ask. Uh, go back to the forty-year-old virgin, because <laughs> we're uh, basically going
4: to kiss I, yeah, your ass I, off I, today. I you just, all you got to do is sit there and let us fall. <laughs> I love but
5: it. We're going to jump all over the place. But uh, knowing now that uh, that some of this stuff was improv, uh, your your Spanish love song. Yeah. All right. So was that improv? Like. the... Did you just kind of throw that out there? But the oh, we, we play it all the time, Dave. Oh, you guys, are we, great. Do. Yeah, we do. Best part of this, what, is her facial expressions. Yes. Uh, this part,
0: the face you make
14: here. <laughs>
0: Did you know what you were singing, by the way? Yes. Okay.
14: This is um. I came up with this while I was sitting around. You know, when Judd would say, "You go in, you go in." We were um. It was the day before we were going to shoot this, and um. I. It's a, a Spanish monologue from high school. It's a dialogue, actually. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was
11: just gibberish.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, hear...
14: it, it actually is. Whenever I clean my room, I can't find anything. Where are you going with such haste to a football game? <laughs> so wait a minute. Was this something? Was this a monologue you did? No, um, no, no. It's, it's in. It's A L M Spanish. It's it's level one Spanish that I learned in my school. <laughs> Kathy, it's,
4: it's, it's a dialogue that you yeah. repeat to learn the yeah. language. <laughs>
14: it's, so, it's, so you just sang it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I, I put it to music. Oh my God. Uh,
4: the only thing missing is the uh, bibliotheque, right?
14: Yeah, yeah no, Right, biblioteca, yes. Is that the only take of that song? Um, no, I think we did it a couple times. And okay. You know, I, I told Steve, right, but I didn't tell anybody I was going to do it, and I said, Steve, I'm going to do a little song. And he said, okay. Um, so, I just, so he wouldn't interrupt me. Yeah. Right. And, um, and after I did it, And they said cut and everything. Nobody said anything. He was like dead quiet. And so they said, okay, we're going to set up for the next angle. So I sat down and I just was kind of embarrassed. Nobody yeah. said anything. And then uh, second take, I said to um, Judd, do you want me to sing the song again? He said, yeah, yeah, go ahead, sing the song. Oh. And then at the preview, um, we, uh, there was a screening of, of The 40-Year-Old Virgin. And he came up to me and said, I'm going to be your favorite director ever. Because he said, I put some Guatemalan love songs. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's funnier. It was funnier than I thought it was. <laughs> See, that it's, it's got to be wild. Because from, from that, you have
4: people who are all expert at what they do. Yeah and and sometimes i i you know as much as you probably enjoy that relationship you're also going out on the wire every time because you got these some of the yeah. best you know uh comedic minds looking at you
14: exactly but you know what's great about it is it's all play and it yeah. doesn't work unless you support each other right and so you're going into a scene with Paul Rudd and I'm nervous because it's Paul Rudd but You know, it's it's to our advantage to make each other look good, and it's all about supporting each other. So you kind of are immediately on an equal playing field.
4: Well, in a in a a mighty wind, when you reveal casually your porn star yeah. past. <laughs> uh, it, it's great. Who's who's the, the actor? John Michael Higgins. He's, he's a genius. Oh, yeah, he's he great. He is amazing. He, he's
14: amazing on so many levels. You don't even know. But he as an actor and uh, a musician, he's, he's an amazing man.
4: I first saw him playing uh, Letterman in, in The yeah, that uh, in was the, the Late break. Shift, yeah. right? Yeah, he's,
14: yeah he's, he's a genius.
4: He played, played Letterman then? against uh, uh, Daniel Robux. Daniel Robuck's <laughs> Leno. Yeah. Leno. 19, oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that Many was years yeah. ago,
14: he was very young at the time.
4: Yeah. Wow. Yeah,
14: he's an amazing guy. And when we did those... For, for the preparation for a mighty wind, we rehearsed the music for about a month, and then we showed up. Shooting the movie was almost an anticlimax. It was uh, not as fun as uh, rehearsing. Right. And um, so anyway, Michael is is, is amazing, and all, when we have those uh, dialogues with each other, it was the first time each of us had heard what the other. That's was great. Going that's to
0: awesome. Sing. And by the way, Jane, speaking of uh, of uh, a mighty wind, you do the, the singing. That's all. That's you guys. Yeah,
14: that's doing us. it all right. Had yeah. you done any any singing? And I you're... always liked to sing, and I was yeah. with Second City, and we always did um, songs. But uh, Second
4: City's a good pedigree. Yeah. yeah, not yeah, bad. Yeah, not not, yeah bad. that was good.
14: I toured with them, and in fact, I toured to Philadelphia. We came here in 1988, wow. I think and, it
0: was. And also, the uh, you're with the Steppenwolf Theater Company, right? That's... Um,
14: I'm not in the ensemble, but I did five or six shows there when I was with... in Chicago. That's Gary, yeah. Gary Sinise. Sinise. Yeah, oh, he's Baby. the best. Yeah, what a good actor. Does That's he awesome. do comedy? Sure cuz he's a you know he's yeah. a great actor He can do anything. Lieutenant
4: Dan was funny as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
5: it was, a, it yeah, was, it was a,
14: really good. Yeah. That was the and funniest MPT I ever heard. Really
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> the funniest tragic Vietnam MPT I have ever heard. <laughs> By the way, I have uh, I have a little bit from A Mighty Wind of Jane uh, singing and this is what she suggested that we okay. play. <laughs> I, I love this. Here we go. Let go boys is in the
11: Let boys potatoes in, the patty rain. Mama's
4: in the morning fair. Let's go boys, potatoes. Is this the, is this from the movie? Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah it's Mighty Wind.
4: Let's Wait till they get to the uh,
0: Mama That's part there of it. There, there's a part there's where has where... got a little solo in yeah, there. That yeah, I, yeah. That's what I wanted, but we didn't get that. Better than uh, we don't have that.
3: I, I imagine that, um, and often when we do interviews, um, actors and actresses talk about that they have a difficult time watching their own work. Are you able to watch the Christopher Guest movies because the ensemble, because all of the other character actors are so funny and so talented and, yeah, and not really no pay problem. attention to yourself?
14: I have no problem watching Christopher Guest films because I, I completely forget what we did. yeah, And so it, it's it's all new to me when I see it. You know? So I'm like, oh, that's an interesting scene. I <laughs> I remember doing it because we shot so much. You
4: can be detached and and, and yes. watch it. Are you, you were in a Talladega Nights as well mm-hmm. with uh, Will Ferrell. I assume he operates fairly similarly. Yeah, to, same uh, thing.
14: It was the same producers and everything, same kind of uh, loose script. And Walk script Hard. And, and, uh, yeah, Walk Hard was the same thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was wondering about Talladega Nights. Were you, because uh, they had you cast as as his mother, as Will Ferrell's mother. I'm like, she's too young to be his mom. But we
14: had both Gary Cole and I had to go from like 19 to 60. So okay. So they, they kind of shot for someone in the middle there. <laughs> Gary,
4: Gary Cole's another one. Can, amazing yeah. actor, who, yeah, who yeah he's,
14: he's over the top. He's his, so
0: good, his uh, Mr. Brady is yeah. amazing, and yeah, you,
14: classic. you toured as, uh, as Mrs.
0: Carol Brady. Brady. That's yeah, her. it
14: was a funny, funny coming together with him because he had been Mr. Brady, and I was Mrs. Brady on stage.
0: Did you guys break off and any of that? No, just we for didn't. fun? not You did. <laughs> oh, Man. All right, Well, you're in town because of uh, the uh, uh, the international uh, Philadelphia International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival is going right. on, and you're being presented with the yeah. 2008 Artistic Achievement Thank Award you. for Acting.
14: I'm thrilled. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah.
0: And, and we were we were curious because I, I didn't know anything about your personal life, if you were gay or not, but yeah. you you are. I am indeed. And ha- have you received awards like this being before?
14: for being yeah. <laughs> gay? <laughs> Do they have? Them? Yeah, This is my second award for being yes. here. I <laughs> presented you by Jim J. glad Fulman. I am I came out. <laughs> all, the,
4: all, this, all that space on your shelf is, uh, was <laughs> right. available. You know, I'm
14: really honored. I mean, this is a great festival. This is like one of the biggest in the it, world. It is one and, of the best, is it Yeah, not? and the best yeah. in the world. And it's like the 14th year. So this is a terrific honor for me. And I'm, I'm really thrilled to be here and very grateful.
3: It's awesome how, how out they are about it, too. Because on their website, which is phillyfests.com, and we'll put up a link up on, on our site, it just says the Gayest summer in the city. (laughs) Yeah,
14: they're they're just not trying
3: to hide anything at that
4: point.
14: It's good. It's good. It's a great festival, and I'm so glad to be here. So, it started last night, I guess, yeah.
4: Now, now, so. do, you, do you, would you get the actual award? What does the award look like? I don't
14: I... know. I can't wait to see it. It's, okay. it's Saturday night. They will be, be handing it to me. Um, I was in a film called True Love, and I'm, I'm in it for just a nanosecond, but um, it's in the festival this year, and it's about a, a young girl who has two moms who uh, goes to school in kind of a conservative community, and just right. through her, the openness of her heart and the charm of her personality, she kind of converts people to think, you know, it's just another kind of family. Very
4: cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So. I, what, what do you have coming up besides that? I mean, other other projects? Yeah, they, tell me. There's another Christopher guest. Hopefully, no, on the way. not
14: that. I, you know, I, I don't know. I the last time I saw him, he said he was done. Oh, really might be well
4: then you pick up the torch because yeah. you're, you're damn good at it <laughs> oh, yeah. thank you. Any, any desire to do directing and, and things i that would nature? love
14: to direct i would love to direct and i'd like to direct in the way that um, judd apatow and chris um direct where you kind of just get really good people who sure. are a lot of fun to be around and just throw them out there and say make me laugh
4: <laughs> right right yeah and the budget is, is
0: always very small
4: it is yeah.
14: yeah you can make these movies on the cheap that's yeah. for sure
0: yeah. Wow, and and what what do you have?
14: What's in the works right um, now? I did a movie with Rain Wilson called The Rocker. Oh is, yeah, he's, he's, he's coming there. in. Yeah. Sweet, is he coming in? Yeah, Wednesday. He's so good in this movie. He's going to be a big movie star. This is his Steve Carell turn. He's really good. It's oh, called cool. The Rocker. And, um, that's an, um, August 1st. And then I did a movie called another Cinderella story. Um, uh, it's another Cinderella story with <laughs> Selena Gomez and I play the wicked stepmother. So I was th- really thrilled to do that. Cool. That was cool. a lot of fun. And do you still live in Chicago? Um, my family is still there and I, I go there all the time. I have a house in Chicago. I, I love Chicago,
0: but mainly Los Angeles. Mainly though, Los so... Angeles.
14: Yes. I live in Los Angeles with my two dogs and my two cats. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yes. So,
0: uh, it w- did you pick up the dogs after doing best in show? I did. Yes.
14: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went right to a pet store and I know that's terrible. You shouldn't go to a pet store, but it got me a little Lhasa Apso. I'm just in love with. Them. Are you going Beaten in- Terrier?
4: Indeed, start a magazine for lesbian <laughs> <Yes, and laughs> American Losses?
14: bitch. American. Can I say that? American bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a great invention, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Chris Guest. That's him. That's Chris and Eugene. They write. They write the stories. They come up with that stuff.
0: As, as we're as we're talking about these movies, I just keep thinking of scenes <laughs> yeah. from the movie. Michael, the one guy in the beginning of the movie, when they're they're at the uh, uh, they're at a uh, butcher shop, and he just wants to hold the pepperoni sticks. Can you
14: let me hold it. Just can I hold yeah. it for a little while? Wow. Yes, you know. And he brings eight My kimonos wife. for 48 yeah. hours. And they that. decorate the hotel room. He yeah. puts up, you know, a piece of fabric. Well, they're watching you
3: and uh, 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 your co-star, um, Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge, celebrate. Yeah. And it's like, oh, she
0: has two mommies.
3: Yeah. Rhapsody has Rhapsody. two mommies. Yeah. And
14: Paging Bob Mackey.
0: I was surprised to find out how, how just a minuscule amount of info they will give you to go on for some of those scenes. Because I think we were talking to Eugene Levy and there's a scene where he and, uh, and uh, Cookie, in the yes, movie, Catherine course. O'Hare.
14: Catherine O'Hare. is yeah.
0: also one of the oh, absolute amazing,
4: best.
14: amazing. And, and
0: I was told in the scene where they where they first arrive the hotel, the only direction they were giving is, uh, you know, uh, they arrive and they have trouble with their credit card, right? right. Uh-huh. And that's it. And, and,
14: then and they have to Ed go Begley on that. Jr. played the um, uh, that's the great. Manager. No, manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's hilarious. And she's going, "No, that's the good one. That's the good one. <laughs> right, right. Like the but rest you know, of the cards are terrible <laughs> and over.
4: That's the good card.
14: <laughs> I, I paid the bill. Don't they give you two notices? But now
5: at this point, we have had three stars from best in show in our studio. Yeah. Jane, Eugene and Fred Willard have all been in our
4: studio. Fred since. Willard is yeah. a
5: scream.
14: Yeah, he is. He has encyclopedic reference level. He's, <laughs> he, he has the most obscure information running around in his head. He's a very entertaining guy. And,
4: and let's that. that and, and I even commend you even further for being able to be on a set with all of these people, and I'm sure you have the same effect with the others, and not, not laugh during yeah. ex- the exchange where you're revealing you your don't porn past.
14: You don't want yeah, to. You, you want to yeah. b- blow anybody's stuff, right, right. but so, yeah, you're scared into not Jesus. laughing.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, before we let go, uh, Jane, go! I, I got to play this clip one more time.
14: You know, Andy, I've been thinking about your problem. <laughs> I think I might have a solution for you. Mm. You ever heard of the term f- "buddy"? It's what? It's, it's a what? special friend.
10: We f- No, him. I haven't heard that term.
0: And you know what? You know what I love about that? And as Casey had mentioned before, and facial expressions are almost everything. <laughs> yeah. But the way when you say the f word, the way you uh, tuck your <laughs> you overdo the f. That's it's just yes. Like, you tuck <laughs> your, your your teeth over your bottom lip. Oh, that's great! I Did,
14: love Steve's uh, uh, response. Swa? I think
7: he spelled that S W A A H.
14: Swa? Swa?
4: Oh, I wouldn't want to think of that. No, I,
0: I don't want to.
14: Don't want to.
0: <laughs> Jane, keep doing what you do. Oh,
14: thank you so much. You're you guys amazing. Are great. We're thank so
0: you. glad you came here this morning. Uh, it's Jane Lynch. Yeah. Here we go. yeah. Thank you so much. This is so fun. So. Have, have a good time at the uh, uh, the film festival this weekend. Congratulations. Thanks. Yes, oh, thank you so much. We're this gonna been take great. a break. We will be back in just a moment, so don't go anywhere. Listen to all the WMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say Alexa, open MMR.
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
10: WMR now, Bizarre.
1: WMMR presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Dizarre File. And the
10: Bizarre File is sponsored by vmcenter.org. Take care of those who took care of us. If you are a veteran or you know a veteran in need of supportive housing services, visit vmcenter.org for 24-hour help.
0: 44-year-old resident in the town of Zelendolsk in the Republic of to Tartson, sure, blew right. up a grenade in his own apartment after his thirty one year old wife said that she was ta- she was breaking up with him. <laughs> the family I'm just amazed up, he had a, a
4: grenade at the ready. Began to
0: unfold well it's in uh Tartson. the oh, yeah. grenade capital of the world. Uh, it happened around 8 o'clock. The woman decided to leave her husband. She came home with, to pack her things. She arrived along with a friend of hers as well as her husband's relative together with her daughter and granddaughter. Well, time to break out grenade. The relatives were sitting in the kitchen when the spouses began to sort out their relationship in the living room. The man was drunk during the fight. When arguing, he pulled out an F1 grenade from a drawer and unpinned it the man 's wife suffered fragment wounds as a result of the explosion. She was hospitalized at an emergency care unit, and she
4: never came across the grenade in the draw.
0: and the emotional man did not suffer any injuries. His relatives wow. in the kitchen, including the children, were unharmed as well. so nobody killed in the grenade incident, which is pretty wild. You know how couples get with the grenades yeah, you know uh, if you think you 've got problems because your toddler won 't eat anything, you should talk to Lisa Tassario of Sydney. Her 19-month-old son, Alex, won't eat anything and never has. Oh, How is wow. this possible? Uh, the little boy is fed through a tube in his stomach. Okay. See, her, her son was born prematurely, and he had an oxygen, oxygen uh, tube covering his face for a year, and as a result has developed a psychological aversion to touch in his mouth area and refuses food. Wow. He associates it with a negative, with a negative sensation. F- man, oh my God. Uh, the problem is so unusual that uh, Tesario says it's hard to find support. While perceived as a behavioral response, the aversion may actually stem in part from subtle gastrointestinal and sens- uh, sensory motor deficiencies as well. So
4: not but, even like a, a straw with some, like a, a, a nothing. like a, nothing. No- like any sensation anything. in the mouth
0: wow. is, is deemed bad by this child. Mm. That's sad. A Western Sydney manufacturing company and its director have been fined more than $125,000 after a worker was killed while cleaning a high-powered blender.
4: Oh, no. And no.
0: Um, FIP Breaks International and its managing directors were hit with the fine following the death of the employee. The guy didn't know what he was doing. He was all mixed up. ha oh. Thank you. Thank you so much. Work cover took action against the company, which produces industrial-sized brake pads. Uh, successfully arguing that the company had a significant number of safety failures. Tommy
12: just sold a half a million brake pads! Yeah!
0: Uh, if it found the... Now let's blend them. It found the power to the giant blender was still switched on with the machine becoming operational while Jesus. the worker was inside it. He suffered extensive crush injuries and What'd you do? Yeah totally messed I'm amazed up. he didn't die He did die
6: Oh oh, oh there you go no. yeah. <laughs> oh, I killed it
0: Okay <laughs> he's a lovable lug uh, <laughs> The way he, the way he blends coworkers James Kiernan was 6 credits away from earning a degree at the University of, of Albany Then he decided to play bagpipes and jump on cars during an infamous kegs and eggs melee in Pine Hills on March 12th. So now Kieran will spend the next year not at um, Albany, uh, University of Albany, for which he was expelled, but will be performing 250 hours of community service in Queens where he lives. He also has to pay about $1,000 in restitution.
4: So he lost his degree.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Kieran declined comment as he exited the the uh, court. Uh, he was far less shy during the melee which, and when he donned a kilt and played bagpipes, which <laughs> authorities said helped fire up a rowdy crowd of oh. revelers. While a group of uh, house parties developed into a near riot the day of the city St. Patrick's Day parade. Hey, was was he? Uh was he drinking by any chance? He was drinking. Uh. But, I mean, they, they get they got this guy with a stiff fine because he was playing bagpipes. No other reason. That's it. Okay. Uh, he was captured on video, later widely circulated on the Internet, playing the bagpipes at the circus-like chaos. Uh, he was among uh, defendants charged with everything from rioting to assaulting a police officer. Uh, Kiernan, who jumped on the roofs of cars, uh, was one of the first people arrested after police broke up the free-for-all. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, finally, we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, a radio station run by Somalia's Al shabaab Islamist group has awarded weapons. And, to... is the morning, how are you? <laughs> well, he awarded uh, weapons to children who won a Quran reciting and general knowledge contest. Hey, why don't we give that stuff away? Angeles radio, based near Mogadishu, gave the group which won first prize in the Ramadan competition an AK forty seven rifle. Wow! And the equivalent of seven hundred dollars. And uh, the children. you have to do
4: is identify the three songs we're going to play.
0: Uh, these kids were aged ten to seventeen that won. By the way, nice. So they get an AK forty seven. Starting them out right. Uh, the second prize winners received an AK forty seven and five hundred dollars. While the third prize was two hand grenades and four hundred hey, bucks. And, and a bl- visit to Doctor
4: Bruce Kender.
0: Come on, Bill. Come, <laughs> Come on. on, let's give away some guns and grenades. Yeah, what would be the
4: problem with that? A crossbow. Uh, we'll
0: keep. We'll, we'll follow suit. We'll give it to the young kids. Yep. Al Shabab uh, is uh, linked al- to Al, Shabab, with ya? al-, al-, al- Qaeda. <laughs> uh, I'm Al Shabab. I'm al-, Shabab. I'm al
4: Shabab with the morning. Hey, don't forget our great gun giveaway still going on. <laughs> to make sure the kids buy the radio later on. We're gonna play the latest from Allah be
6: praised. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you have al-Shabaab yeah. and al-Qaeda, wouldn't it be Shabaab and Qaeda in yeah. the morning? Yeah. yeah. Shabaab so. and Qaeda in the morning. Hey, yeah.
6: Hey, Qaeda, what are you
4: doing? I don't feel so good today. I had a long night last night. Of course, it's bound to mecca, and I broke broke my kneecaps. <laughs> I, crazy ain't crazy. All right, don't forget our great big gun giveaway going on.
11: Call in now.
0: <laughs> Four children aged 10 to 17 were chosen to represent each district in the competition held during the Muslim holy month of Ramadan, which ended in August. <laughs> and uh, the winners were also given some books. And the BD- and don't forget
4: on Saturday night, it's a Rama dance party going on. Rama-lama <laughs> ding-dong. rama ding-dong. Ding, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. We'll be giving away pistols on that one. We'll run out of our rifles by the time that rolls around. But don't worry about it. Landmines on Monday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the BBC's Mohammed uh, Molimu in Mogadishu. <laughs> Come on. What is this like? Muhammad, the rain in Spain? Mohammed Mo, Molilu. Don't forget, but
4: Moostu, and Boostu. We'll have some <laughs> other words that end with ooh in a little bit.
0: I have my...
8: Mogadishu. They played that contest that right, Casey yeah. wanted to play. <laughs> so I so comes
4: from the, uh, the States, from one of the uh, the great Satans over there, Uh producer in uh, Philadelphia. It's words that end in who.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Goo. <laughs> <laughs> goo, goo,
0: we actually goo. we actually did a contest. We did five and ten one time where Casey's category was named five words that
5: end in goo. No, no. It was five words that begin with goo. Oh, okay. five words So that if you're going begin... to make fun of me, please get it five right. Five
0: words that begin we have with goo. a correction go. on our
5: contest <laughs> for those
4: timelines. The words should begin with goo and not end with goo. Have
0: what do you, you think about that, Kaida? In all the years since then, have you ever... Uh,
6: I got two. Out. You have two. <laughs> I yeah. got
0: Google and
5: Goober. <laughs> Goonie. I got three now. That's a proper name, though.
8: Goonie. Goonies. Or Goon.
0: And goon. One. I got four now. There
5: you go. And Goonies. You could have won your own
0: contest. How <laughs> about Goop? Did you say Gooper? No, goop?
4: I didn't. You win. Goose. Nice.
0: Gool. <laughs> I thought it was End and goo. I may be way off. That'd be a hard one. one. That is your bizarre file, by the way. Uh, we do need
1: to break. We'll be right back. you can wear.
0: Rock, 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 MMR Rock Shop. Get your MMR gear at the online store. Rock, rock, MMR Rock Shop. Tees and tops and a
4: whole lot
1: more. Rock,
0: rock, MMR Rock Shop. Hoodies and hats for dudes and chicks. Mugs and masks that make great gifts. Rock, rock,
10: rock, rock, MMR Rock Shop. Get your hands on some awesome merch at MMR's Rock Shop. Get shopping at WMMR.com now. All the merch that rocks.
1: The trash business is a gold mine! 93 3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. What's going on,
4: Steve? Well, it looks as if Alicia Keys and her new husband, Swizz Beats, are going through a rough patch now that Swizz has been accused of exchanging salacious text and nude photos with a lady named Christina Elizabeth. Swizz Beats is reportedly sorting things out by spending some time with family in Switzerland, his uncle Swizz Cheese, and his aunt Swizz Miz with mini marshmallows. <laughs> what? As staggeringly unnecessary and bizarre as this might seem, director Tony Scott is humming a 3D conversion of his 80s hit movie, Top Gun. What? The ad for the new movie will include the phrase, this time that highway to the danger zone will make you both nauseous and disoriented. Wow. Uh Oh, my God. And finally, Scarlett Johansson recently finished recording a duet with Dean Martin's voice. For a new version of the classic holiday song, I'll Be Home for Christmas, ever the perfectionist, Johansson will actually have Dino's body exhumed for the recording of the video and will pay a doctor to gingerly move his skeletal jaw up and down. Mm. <sighs> ah! that's your Hollywood trash.
0: Uh, Casey posed an, an interesting question last night. You know, we, we try to call each other to see, you know, how the rest of your day went, see if there's anything that happened in the news. Did he pop the question? He didn't pop no. the question. Well, he, he popped an, an interesting question, and I'm and I'm curious as to to find out where this came from because he seen, came out of nowhere. And uh, we're, we're just having a conversation, and he goes, what are your thoughts on man-on-man massage? And I, I don't know why. I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> Is there any particular reason you brought that up
5: well uh actually joe intern joe went to shaving grace yesterday to get a massage and i was just kind of busting his balls a little bit i said you know that's a man salon i'm like you're gonna get a man on man massage and
0: joe i (laughs) love you which is (laughs) untrue they actually have some
5: really uh young good-looking ladies there massaging and uh so i was just kind of busting joe's chops without even realizing that i actually had a man on man massage myself and I wasn't a big fan. Of it. <laughs> did you did you have a, like a full Swedish massage? Like uh, it was on my honeymoon, my wife yeah. and I did the couples massage, and we were in the same room did together. You do
4: that thing where they, they turn you over and they they, they put their, their balls on your eyes? <laughs> well,
5: that you have to pay extra for. Oh, okay. So,
4: um, no it's but, to just the said a cucumber slices. Right.
5: But um, when it came down to massage, time. they do sometimes put tea bags on your <laughs> yes, eyes.
0: They do. I mean, yeah. Not kidding yeah. you. Yeah.
5: They really do. But when it came down down the massage time, uh, they had a girl and a guy in the room. The girl massaged my wife. And the guy massaged me, and I just
0: couldn't get into
8: it. You, you, right. you just couldn't enjoy it, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Now listen, I'm I'm not homophobic by any no. stretch. I have In gay- fact, you
4: love the lifestyle. I, no,
0: I <laughs> <laughs> I have gay friends, coworkers, family members, and uh, exactly. no issue with that whatsoever. No, yeah. But the man on man massage thing, I, I'm not really so sure of. And I and I have to admit, I actually saw a little man on man massage going on in our offices.
8: I am dying to find out who the hell Take this is. Take a wild
12: guess. Yeah. It was Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> just just the other day. Wait, wait, wait. He was I
8: came me. walking
0: by the cubicle
1: my and he, <laughs> he And I Casey share.
0: I'm wondering if you if you knew this was going to come up right when I brought this subject well, up. You're going to be really surprised when I say this, but I actually prefer a man to give me a massage. All right. Well, I I came walking by the cube. Who was it? And I see Nick sitting in his chair. Oh, and Reese was always, his hey, back. dude, Reese is good though. Reese <laughs> is, has Reese done a, yeah. a man massage yeah, but on that, you?
5: That's that's not as intimate as a you know table massage. It's just a guy come well, up. and I think his okay. back. it's more
8: intimate uh, so than a table I massage. I, I think it's worse than a table massage. Those are professionals. This is just somebody walking up behind you giving you a massage. When I used to work over at Channel Ten, there was a guy who worked there, and I, I don't he, he would he would massage people all the time. I think he just had like strong hands. I don't know. He, he wasn't a professional or anything. like like that, and he, he would do, like, all the girls would be like, oh, can you massage me today? You know, my neck hurts, my back right, hurts, whatever. Right. Well, then some of the photographers would do it as well, because they carry all that heavy equipment like around.
4: 80-pound cameras. Yeah, yeah, you know,
8: so they're like, you know, this hurts, whatever, but some some of the guys were like, I can't believe so-and-so would go and get a massage from him. Like, that, no, why would you do that? That That's a man, not only is it a man, it's a man you work with, and you're going to go over to him while he's working and ask him to massage you, yeah. and they would sit in the chairs, and he would massage anybody who came over to him.
3: I'm actually going to Shaving Grace tomorrow, and uh, Casey's right. They only have women giving massages. And and I'm actually, um, I would prefer if they had men to do it. And I'll tell you why. It's because men... Are gentler.
14: Let's go, right. girls. Wait a minute. No, no, I no. I think
3: men are more... Are men, affirmer, are, men, are, men are stronger. Right? The best okay. massage I ever had in my life was by the guy. J.J. Bullock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never knew that that guy was gay when I was... I swear to God, It's watching, such a tip-off. You no, no, watch E. No. Yeah. When I watched Hollywood Squares and when, when I was a kid, I had no idea. Are you kidding? Well, you know, I was okay. in like sixth grade or yeah, whatever. So. And then later I figured out and then I had some feelings. <laughs> um, there's a guy named uh, Nick, oddly enough, who works in, in Center City... I'm just setting myself up. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
3: But, but uh, he's a reflexologist. He's and, and shoveling. <laughs> he, um... It was an hour and a half long massage, and uh, stop it. And he 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 did such a good job on me that I walked out and I was actually a little bit high. It was one of those experiences, really? yeah. That, that he did he, he give you a roofie? No. Yeah. <laughs>
8: well, I know what you mean because that's I, that's what I prefer in a massage. If it's and, too soft, it, it's it's not. I don't like it. It's yeah. not enjoyable. But sometimes for for me as a woman, I have to go to a woman to get because the men feel like they're they're sure. hurting you.
3: And, and and I I would I don't know if you would like reskin. Giving you a massage because he, he works you really hard. No, Does that's Reece, what I like. Has Reese trained to be
4: a at all, or is it just? I don't know. Is he just? Uh, but he's real,
0: He's really good. I see. I prefer when getting the massage. I like the lighter, more. Yeah. They, they I don't call like it that. sensual touch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the more you know, uh, lightly like, tickling stroking. and, right, and yeah. stroking, and yeah, exactly that. Uh, and and in no way that uh, Chuck is gonna be doing that. You know, uh, I,
4: I, I, I kind of and I, I completely understand what you're saying and I'm on board with you president I, there's no there's no uh, you know fear or, or, or compromising no. one's sexuality I I not I, I I relax trouble, enough. I have trouble in general getting someone uh, even when a woman massages me which which is you know is wonderful like when my wife will, will do yeah. that that's that's awesome right but I, I always feel like I am so sorry that you're you right now having to touch me <laughs> well you, you know what I'm I, I, it just it just makes me uncomfortable because and then I do the thing you're not supposed to do I, I talk to them yeah b- oh, Because yeah. I feel you're bad not. because now no. you're you know, you it's like my subservient person here rubbing my back. But it's what they do for a living, I know, Steve. but they, I feel They wouldn't I feel be doing it if, if they didn't like it. You're absolutely right, but
0: I can't shake it. Here's here's why I, I couldn't have a, a guy rub me is because when you're getting a massage, you're supposed to make a noise like this. <sighs> yeah. God. Are you? Yeah. If it feels good, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. are you are you Kinda. enjoying that homo?
6: <laughs> Stop with the sounds. So think, <laughs> think about it.
0: When, we, when we've had our friend Barb come by and put you in the chair, yeah. every one of us has sat there and gone, oh, uh, yes. Yes. Barbara, Barbara has uh,
4: a strong uh, grip. I'm almost there. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah,
6: oh
5: yeah. Stop this! <laughs> <laughs> the
4: sounds. But
5: here's, I I can have a guy come up and give me like a, the the Reese neck massage, and we had. I, a, I thought you were gonna say Richard. <laughs> No, 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 that's our I never, ever say that on air. Twenty five dollars extra. But uh, an old intern of ours, uh, Todd Brad, was actually better than Reese. And it, you know, it was never—I never asked for it. He would just come up and give you. Start so giving you your wouldn't rub. mind that? I wouldn't mind that. But here is why I have a problem with the table massages because when you are laying there, you are just usually in your boxer shorts or whatever. Right. um and then they, they get your legs in there, right? There is is there there is a slight possibility that they might clip a nut. I do well, not want a If they're, if a they're ET, they will. Yeah, no, no, no. They get down there. They, and I, I've never had my nut clipped. I'm just saying there is that potential. Then you say there could be touchage? I don't want any touchage. touchage no, they don't touchage. go that
8: close.
4: <laughs> they come pretty
5: damn close. I, I, but listen, I think they, I'm gigantic it. down uh, there.
8: Uh,
4: yeah, I right. have never... I've had... Very limited experiences, but I, even when they do that, they don't get anywhere near it, the sackle region.
8: Well, uh, I, I think that they, I think they would. I mean, they do get pretty close, but I, case I really don't yeah. think they would get that well, close. Well, I kind of that.
4: like hump
5: my butt up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm like a dog. You, you put get, a daisy yeah, in there yeah. <laughs> when you pet the dog, and they put their ass right there. Like, <laughs> that's what you. <laughs> that's, do? that's when you put the wax lips in.
4: <laughs> Casey, I actually get a little Just more. Call me Carlotta. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get a little
3: more nervous when when a woman comes closer to touching the the nut area because then I should than be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, no, because <laughs> it, it, at that level, it does seem sexual. When a man's doing it, it just seems like it's work, you know, and he's doing the massage, and therefore, I don't have any qualms about it Not, being at all sexual. I think Not, what
4: Preston said though,, you know, that that's you don't. It's just, and it's not anything, you
0: know. Uh, it's no judgments. It's just, it's just a bizarre thing to let, like you say, that sound. You'd be like, oh. right? Not, not for for relaxation massage, I, I, but but if you're getting like physical therapy work done, or right. you, you've pulled a muscle mm, or now something, I'm getting turned on a muscle, and you've got a trainer that's working on you, I think yeah. that's that's fine. But it, when it when it comes to Relaxing everything, letting it go. Right, Diani's on the tape player, which they do. Oh, right. they'll, they'll put that stuff oh, yeah. on. You yeah, got
4: and- the incense burning, and and uh, and uh, Chuck is uh- no. I, deep tissue massaging your
0: uh, your sack. I, you need a, have I need a woman.
8: Well, all the, the athletes, you know, all the professional athletes, they get massages. Like the the, the Sixers, they get them before the but game. That's and it's like a,
0: physical
4: therapy. Right, exactly.
8: Work. Was to say that's a man. Yeah. You know, you, you
4: feel cool. more comfortable with a man doing it, or I think women are more. I would be. I would always prefer a woman to do it.
8: Well, for for me, I, I don't care either way. I could go either way. The, but I Please like the that. strong. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Great! I can't wait to see what comes out of that one. Um, I like the strong <laughs> massage, and I have honestly, I have yet to. Find a place that will give me that like deep tissue strong massage. I feel like people, you know, but but with women, I find it a little bit more because they're not they don't think they're hurting you. Maybe.
0: Well, the thing that was strange is when I saw Reese rubbing uh, uh, Nick. Nick when I walked by, is Nick started softly singing.
8: Find my baby,
13: gonna hold her tight. This is good. And you had a recorder with you. Yeah, I figured why not? It
0: was a special moment, and I wanted to be there for it. My friends joined in. On the Other singing. people started gathering around the cubicle, and they joined in. We're Everything's a little weird. You guys are good. It's very special. Hang on, let me go to the (laughs) base. I'm going to go to TJ. Hi, TJ. Good morning.
11: Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, TJ? Actually, me and a buddy of mine went to a place in Montgomeryville with all guys. That's all people there with massaging. We both got and I'll tell you what, man, we were walking funny afterwards. (laughs) It's painful.
13: (laughs) 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 It is (laughs) painful. (laughs) I, he started and, moving towards, like, the lower back. <laughs> we were like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh. yeah, That's the you injury got, you got to
4: follow that asterisk down to the bottom of the menu. there. Uh,
0: let me
11: go to... Uh,
0: <laughs> what's that mean? Let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning.
11: Uh, good morning. Yeah, Zeus. Yeah, what's up, Mike? I just wanted to say, I, I knew a gentleman who I had a massage from both a woman and a man at some point in his life, and he said, "If you really want to get, you know, the, the stress out? A lot of times for a man, it's best to go to another man. What? He, said when, he said when the girl was doing it. And you know, it was almost, she had to jump up and down on his back so yeah. get the stress out.
4: That's why, and this is no j- joke, that there's some, like, uh, the, the, uh, they'll, the well, walk will a walk on your back. Oh, yeah. to do the, Asian that. Yeah, the Asian massages will do that. And if it's a hot girl, forget about it. I mean, she's
3: she's just not going to have the strength to actually. Work. I, I really like getting worked over in my massage. I like walking out of there feeling like that I've gotten a workout and 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 that like, you've you been know, manhandled. That I've yeah. been manhandled
0: and and loved You want to be Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> <laughs> the, the masseuses Heath Ledger. Yes, I'm yeah. going to go to uh, I'm going to go to John. <laughs> hey John, good morning.
11: Good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thank you, John. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Listen, I'm a masseuse. I'm I'm the type that goes, uh, call me up. I'll take my table over there and, uh, you know, in the offices and stuff like that. In fact, I I would love to give you, Preston, a massage. No, would, would, you, would, you, <laughs> you, would you try it? Yeah, yeah. President? No, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm afraid you might be a little sexually excited.
0: <laughs> what if we got a guy and a girl in here and see if you can tell the difference? <laughs> no, it it wouldn't. I probably couldn't. And that's not it. It's It's, can't it's, complete, you know. it's the mental block of being able to relax completely <laughs> right. for a relaxing massage. Yeah. You know, uh, and I
11: don't, I've, I've had some customers that, uh, some male customers, you know, they didn't like the male uh, thing. And they, they did in the end had had gotten sexually excited
4: but john john will you accommodate a a
0: a client by cross-dressing if you have to <laughs> yeah I don't give out
10: happy endings <laughs> all right well
0: here's the deal i don't i don't need deep tissue massage i don't really like it uh it, I, I like you the, want soothing i want soothing relaxing right. more sensual touch type massage and i uh, that's I, i've done like the hot rock thing and and uh, and stuff like that I, I enjoy that that's cool but i have don't you like, done the fruit basket I, <laughs> no i that did is, not it's
4: a it's very good it's i very didn't good. try that no
0: i I don't like the. I, I don't need Roman helmet. I don't need a guy <laughs> to do the the, the the. I don't need somebody super strong to do yeah. it. Right. So. You want? I, I agree. I, 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 you would say
4: you prefer the what I would call the tickle massage more than the uh, yeah the soft touch than the. Um, I mean, because because Barb, the, you, you were you are mentioning uh, uh, Kathy, uh, yeah. She
0: she can she's very strong. You know, I
5: have to tell her to hold up. A yeah, little yeah.
0: Bit, yeah, yeah. All right. Let me go to uh, Jesse. Hey nice. Jesse. Good morning.
11: Hey you guys. Rock. Thank hey, okay. you. What's up, you Jess? Hey, I just wanted to say that uh, I used to lift weights pretty good, and I'd go to a uh, a masseuse before I went to the chiropractor, and I've had a man and a woman do it, and the chicks just
2: can't, you know, they're not strong enough to really massage you to get you loosened up at all.
4: That's understandable. I mean, if you look at the trainers at at any of the, you talk about the eagles and all that stuff, it's usually a guy who's doing the physical therapy, the massage, it's, you know. A different animal though. You're talking about people that are really
0: muscularly yeah. built and uh, and like they need Nick. they need that. Like Nick. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to work your way into yeah. all that stuff. By the way, did you did you ask Reese for that rub down or well, did he just come by and offer it up? That's where it
3: gets a little gay because yeah. he just comes up and offers them up. By the way, I'm not the jury's out on Reese, is he? <laughs> I'm is
4: not sure dude he's I
3: think Reese
0: is
4: all man he yeah. just likes to touch people's balls. Well I don't know about exactly. that because he likes
3: touching his own balls and yeah. showing them off I'm serious man
5: he'll go up to like any dude and, and he'll, he'll pull down his uh, fly.
3: Wait, and he
8: actually shows it? Just, no. He, he
3: jokes he, around to the point where what? he...
5: He pantomimes showing. He, he'll unzip his oh, zipper. He used to be a street I, performer. He was yeah. called uh, Saki. Uh, I've Biklis.
4: never seen Reese do this. Well, that's because you're
3: a
8: girl. girl. Yeah. Well, Thank you. And I've never gotten a massage from him either. I need to. Because you're I a girl.
4: Just make sure he washes his hands before. He does. But
3: <laughs> but I mean, Kathy, but, I'd like to see what your opinion on Reese's massage is. Okay. Because he'll work you over, and you, it might be too hard for you. It Might no. be like the NBC 10 guy. But I'm I, I t- like.
8: No, t- no, no. I'm telling you that that that's what I like. That's I like that much. She better. does
0: like it. I I was giving her her neck was bothering her one time. I
8: had people fist bump me,
0: and she wanted me to give her a little rub, and I'm kind of doing it, and I was doing it like light. Yeah, I didn't, and, and I was like, "Do you want this one?" You're like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah,
8: oh please, harder, Preston.
0: Wait, everyone, quiet. Could you say that Come again? On, Mac
8: Daddy, yeah. <laughs> Come on, back Daddy, yeah. <laughs> <Mac> <laughs>
5: Uh, Kathy does like getting the rub down because she really uh, hates everything about me. No, but, I don't but stop if it. I if I come up and, and rub her back or, or or give her a little massage, she gets into it. And I'm like, hey, she likes me. She likes <laughs> what she says
4: about your, she likes when you kiss the peach fuzz at the top of her uh, butt. Oh.
6: <laughs> she
0: says she likes that. It's very soft. I'm going to go to <laughs> yeah, Eric. Hey, Eric, good morning. Eric, good morning. Uh, 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 it was the Peach Fuzz that drew them.
6: Uh, that yeah, going uh,
0: I'm going to go to Jeff next. Hey, Jeff. Hey,
11: what's up? You guys rock. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. What's going on, Jeff? Yeah. What's up? Um, I got a great story about the man-on-man massage for you guys. Yeah. Uh, but back when I was in law school, they would give out free massages during finals time, and uh, they would hire like kids that were at the Philadelphia Massage School to come in. Yeah. So they had those little blue chairs, and they had them in the student center, and they had about four women and one guy. So I go up, and I put my name on to get massaged, and none, none of the massagers are doing anything. And uh, as soon as I get there, the guy goes, oh, I got this one, and he jumps up. And I have to sit in a massage chair and be massaged by the man in the. Can seat. I touch it? <laughs> as but, everyone in the school walks through to go to class. Uh,
4: <laughs> I, it's just, it's, I agree with you, Preston. It's just, it's just a level of, uh, you know, you... I, I just feel more comfortable uh, you know the same way I feel more comfortable going to a male it's weird uh, going to a, a, a man as a, as my doctor you know yeah. I, I ju- it just uh, for comfortability level yeah. it, it just seems to be the case I wonder what the
5: masseuse uh, prefers that the, the male masseuse, like if it, they
8: don't mind doing yeah. men yeah. all the time, like, oh,
5: which is Harry which has. is odd about
0: the doctor thing. It is,
5: isn't it? Because he will actually
3: touch your Yeah, boss. yeah, yeah. But well, you want him looking for everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the masseuse minds at all, Casey. I think that they're at the point where it's their job, you know. And, and again, yeah. this is you're not going to an Asian massage parlor in Center City. You're going to. Actually, somebody... I just don't want to be another notch on their chair, though. Well, well I want it to mean something to them. <laughs> well, then bring them flowers yeah, and yeah. Uh, give them a big white kiss yeah. afterwards. But I, I think that you guys are, are, are silly
0: for. Men Making it worrying about it at all.
3: I'm not
7: worried. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're
0: uncomfortable about it. Well, Casey posed the question, and I said, not for me. If you want to do it, knock yourself out. But me personally, I can't relax all the way. I think yeah. That's a, I, it's not a problem with it. I mean, I, I know. I just but think I've that
5: in the man-on-man man massage. It's I poop, just it's, Nick is saying it's poopy talk. Yeah. It's poopy
6: talk.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like preferring, like Steve said, a male doctor over a female doctor. Man. I would prefer a male doctor over a female doctor. It's not a, a gender, you know, uh, discrimination thing or anything along those lines. It's just what I'm comfortable yeah. with. And I prefer having sex with women, Nick. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and That's cool. You know, it's cool.
4: That's right. <laughs> I have yes. not seen Mesa's balls, by the
0: way. Um, no. <laughs> Me but neither. I'm yeah. sure it'll happen. I'd have to like apparently. to keep
3: it that way if <laughs> it's <yeah>. possible. <laughs> well, it's just a matter of time because uh, you'll see him in the hallway
0: one of these days and he'll pull the fly down for you. There you oh, go. Well, that's, that's awesome. A- anyhow, it was it was, a, it was a question that Casey had posed. I thought it was worth bringing it's up. It's one, one worthy of examining. Yes. We've got to take a break. Stay where you are. We'll be right
6: back.
10: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.